0: Hello beautiful people. It is mandatory minicamp. Opens for 12 more teams. Tuesday, June 7th, 2022. This sports show begins now. Can't thank you enough for joining us here at youtube.com forward slash the Pat McAfee show. You are the best people on earth. The fact that you spend your afternoons with us, we are eternally grateful. And yes, there are 12 teams starting their mandatory minicamp. So all the players are back in the buildings except for... Chicago Bears. They were actually kicked oh. out of the building for oh, a day. Because no. the Chicago Bears oh. were cheating in May. Oh, so they actually no. got suspended wow. one mandatory mini camp practice because they were abusing wow. and beating the rules that the NFL has put in place for every team to abide by. And the Chicago Bears just couldn't do it. So they got one of their practices wiped off Hell yeah. the entire the schedule. The new bad boys are in the building. Baby. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Can't stop us now. Yeah, I wonder how. <laughs> they (laughs) I wonder how (laughs) Iberflus is doing with the boys up there, putting pads on in May. They're calling around to every other team going, you guys got pads on? You guys got pads on? No, there's actually a no pads in May rule. (laughs) Oh, is that right? So the NFLPA probably looked into it. The NFL looked into it. They probably pulled cameras, by the way, from the practice facility, from the practice fields, and said, boom, you got pads on right here. Gotcha. Minus the practice that everybody else has. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows what that means for the Chicago Bears. They did get to go early, yeah. an extra week, because of a new head coach. So maybe they got confused on the number of weeks into the thing because they had the extra week at the yeah. beginning with the new head coach. Let's assume that was the case. But with that being said, Bears lose a practice. Nobody else does. Mm-hmm. Are The Bears already losing this NFL season. You know, so I just like found it. out team bonding, they're bowling today. So they're getting together. They're good time bonding together as a team. fluce is trying to make it up to the boys. I apologize. I was running your heads into each other a lot earlier than everybody else was to allowed to do yeah. so. Because CTE became a real thing, they put in actual rules, and I said, fuck those rules. <laughs> this hear. is the Monsters of the Midway or not. Uh, okay. I would 1,000% I would think they went a week ahead of time because they had the new head coach, yeah, so they get an extra week. Sure. Mm-hmm. They probably had their... Um, entire OTA, the phases drawn out exactly how everybody else's is without accounting for the week in advance that they had, which is just an add-on to the beginning phase as opposed to an advancement of phases uh, past everybody else. So let's assume that's what happened. They're not complete stooges or trying to run their players into the ground. Uh, But aside from that, a lot of teams hitting the fields this week. We are pumped about it because that means the NFL at Boston Connor is only...
1: 93 days away, Pat. Here we go. Come on. We're right there. We're
0: right there. 93 gas right now, about 620. But 93 days from mm-hmm. the NFL is excitement and joy. At Ty Schmidt, the other member of the Toxic Table, next to that boss Connor, Tone Diggs, you've been wanting to say something.
2: Well, you laid out some good options for the Bears. You forgot option D, where Fluce was like, this team fucking stinks. We need to get as many bad practices as we possibly can. Yeah, Let's roll a dike. Thank you, Foxy.
0: What does that even mean? The worried about the Lions is what I read than wow, we ever had. That's that what run? you oh, read. Don't oh, want to finish G. <laughs> third. Go back to the well, reading board. You guys are gonna be on hard knocks. Everybody's gonna know exactly what your game plan no. is because MCDC is gonna be tasked with editing that and giving a final <laughs> view. <laughs> it's <laughs> good, man. it's oh, good. Leave football, it in there. Man.
1: Leave it in there, man. He's
0: gonna
3: need a lot of coffee for that.
1: Then a lot oh, of oh, dish dish. Yeah. The guy's
0: becoming an editor, a producer, a director, a final screener, and the mm-hmm. head coach of a football team that hasn't been good in 200 years.
4: A team right. that's gonna go 10 and seven and win a playoff
0: game this year, mm-hmm. maybe, but. But who knows if the Bears will be able to do the same. I believe the Bears have the worst odds in the NFC North. Yes, oh, yes. the Detroit Lions have the third best odds. Obviously the Vikings at second, and the, the Green Bay Packers are the only minus one. Oh, yeah. Something. I believe like minus yeah, minus minus one seventy. Yeah, they're the Bucks are minus three twenty, I guess. They're, they are way past Bills. everybody in the NFC South. And the Bills minus one hundred eighty because the sorry ass Patriots at plus four hundred wow. to win the AFC East. Wow. Colts but it, what's that? Colts. Well, the reason why the Colts yeah. are minus one5 for the AFC South, and you know I didn't want to mention it because there's no reason for you know us to talk about this or draw any spotlight to this mm-hmm. because we don't need the folks down in Nashville to draw any type of chip on the shoulder. They were the number one team in the AFC going to the playoffs. They had 90 players on their roster. Yeah, that's right. Yikes! They had 30-some players go through IR, 40-some players go through IR. We didn't even know any of the players on their team, basically. And Vrabe somehow got them to be the number one team in the entire AFC in the playoffs. Now, obviously, they lose to the Cincinnati Bengals, who became a wagon there mm-hmm. and are going to be awesome to watch this year. But nobody needs to talk about the Colts being minus 105 to win the AFC South. You know why? The Colts are minus 105 to win the AFC South, Connor. Why is that? Well, that's because the sports book, John Sheeran, Uh and more specific, whenever he watched that Colts team last year, he said, God damn, this team is unbelievable. This team is stacked. Look at the defense. They got all pros all over the place. Mm -hmm. The (laughs) offensive line, maybe the best offensive line in all football, they got an MVP candidate a running back. Now, the wide receiver weapons may be a little bit light there, but they got some young studs. Special teams, absolute guys there. They are stacked across the board. What did they not have? Quarterback stunk. A Navy seal. Yeah a fucking astronaut playing quarterback. That's right. Peyton Manning reincarnated. Hey, Reggie Wayne said it made him sick to his yeah. stomach. He almost vomited with how much Matt Ryan is similar to Peyton Manning. They got a guy now that has accepted the to fucking Top Gun. Mm. Okay, who's quarterback oh, of the yeah. Indianapolis Colts? Oh, oh, oh. They're paying him a lot of money. Matt Ryan's already calling up the boys on offense after a walkthrough and saying, hey, this shit ain't fucking cutting it. And everybody responded well. Buckner and the boys on defense said it was nice to see a quarterback round up the troops and say, hey, This ain't the way this thing goes, because I do believe that's how the defense has been operating for a few years now. Now Matt Ryan's doing the same amount of accountability they're doing on defense side of the ball. There's no clown town disappointments this year. At minus 105, those sports books who might be time travelers, they get things so oddly close Mm -hmm. to 100% right so often. They do that it makes us wonder if they got a little inside scoop on what's potentially happening in the future. And if they're putting the Colts at minus 105, hey. they know what I've been feeling. And that's a Matt Ryan's going to turn that whole squad back. This is their first mandatory minicamp. We'll learn more today about what these boys are about. Yeah. You mm-hmm. should Absolutely. be worried. You should be worried. I'm not, so should you. I'm Fuck not you. worried. What? Dan, why, why, why I'm, I'm, yeah. We'll see you guys later. Would we'll, would see down we'll see you guys later.
1: <laughs> the, the, the Patriots have the Super Bowl favorites, the MVP favorite in the division. We're not worried about the Colts, but I thought it was more so about the fact that you know, the Titans lose AJ Brown, they get you know, Robert Woods who's coming off an injury. They're basically relying on a rookie wide receiver, Traylon Burks, to kind of carry the offense. They lost a few offensive linemen. I mean, I love what the Colts that's are that's not what it is, but I think that also Those has a lot point. uh, that that right. to do with
0: it. I don't think so. Today's show is packed, by the way. In about 10 minutes, we'll have uh, Terrell Revis join us. Whoa, oh. holy yeah. shit, Revis Island
1: founder, sure. yeah, won a Super Bowl at
0: the Pats, just changed football, yeah, good seven to eight years it was mm-hmm. just Rivas time mm-hmm. hey a hey, team what team is going to pay him to a one-year deal or a two-year deal fully guaranteed that's going to be worth more than everybody else and what defense coordinators they should to be like oh thank god all right so we'll just cover uh, half the field is being covered by this guy yeah. just go ahead and put him over there we'll be able to do everything else his teammates benefited mightily from it his teams benefited mightily from it I the last time I was on the field with him at the same time he won an ESPY yeah. Mm. So that'll be a good conversation. Yeah. Yeah, Putting the ball, he beat all everybody, he ran past me, I yeah. got blocked.
5: Also, you guys would know better than any of us, but I was reading his Wikipedia about uh his high school exploits as well. like, I mean, in the state championship, I think his sophomore year scored five touchdowns, like had an interception, blocked a punt, like all this, and then uh basketball, I think, won two state championships. Like he's so a where dog. He, Aliquippa,
0: mm-hmm. where he's from? Mm-hmm. Bunch of Oh, no. mm-hmm. I mean, they create Dogs. Out yeah. there. Sports, dogs. dogs. Life, dogs. And he became the baddest and best DB in the damn game for a long time and held it down all by himself. He's vastly different than every other corner that gets compared to him. Now, I guess Dion plays in the same fashion. I wish I knew more about the DB world, but there's not a lot of Darrell Revises that have ever been in the NFL, and we get to talk to him in about nine minutes or so. He's going into the New York Jets. Ring of, Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor this mm-hmm. year, I believe, in December or no November. Him, Mangold, and... Debrickshaw Shaw Ferguson. All three are going in this mm-hmm. season. So the Jets are, you know, Woody Johnson say, hey, we got a quarterback, we got a new team, mm-hmm. we're going to put in some alumni that are good. It wasn't always terrible. We had some good <laughs> players. Let's go ahead and do this whole thing. Uh, I can't wait to chat with Revis. In the second hour, we got Ian Rappaport. Oh, Okay. Yeah, he's fresh probably off a golf course. Sure, I would assume. What's going on in the world? What does he know? What does he not know? We'll ask him. We'll hopefully get updated. And Albert Breer will join us. Albert Breer writes the Monday morning quarterback for Sports Illustrated. That's right. Mm -hmm. He mentioned our Russell Wilson Let's Ride coverage in his thing. Sent a bunch of people that don't normally watch our stuff to our video. Now that's obviously, I think we created maybe some new fans, so thank you, Albert. Thank Thank you, you, Albert. Certainly heard a lot of people that did not like the way we cover sports. Sure. So, thank you, Albert. Thank you, Albert. Thank you, Albert. Uh, But I believe he watches and listens to some of our stuff, so I can't wait to chat with him. He obviously got handed a column or blog from Peter King, and now Peter King is his direct competition. They both released the same thing on Monday morning, and we are very lucky that we get to read for both of them, but I'll be excited to hear Albert Breer's process, who he knows, who he doesn't know, and what's potentially down to Pipe Albert.
5: Yeah. I, I mean I would think for something like that too. Like he's not technically an insider, but all every week that those come out and there are a bunch of nuggets that it seems like no one else knows other than him and Peter King. Well, and they just say stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh
0: yeah. Like there'll be rumors. I'll hear rumors and we won't talk about it because it's just rumors. Now, allegedly we were Duped into doing an alleged report yesterday What? What? Which one? Russell Wilson, five-year, $250 million Uh. Was just projected by some reporter Uh. Who was um, speculating, not reporting Mm -hmm. Like the Pasternak thing which has not been talked about on this show, but definitely in the office. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Way to get ahead of that one. Sorry. <laughs> way to yeah. you know, anyway, it's the exact
6: same
1: thing. I just you know,
6: that was D block. You know, that yep. was D block uh-huh.
0: but you brought it in here. Yes. So there has been a couple of <laughs> situations with the internet where people have who are reporters or insiders have speculated upon something, and then it has either been taken by them or by other people as a report of something, and then, boom, we have to talk about it because it's pretty big names with pretty big numbers. For instance, Russell Wilson allegedly was asking the Denver Broncos with two years left on his contract, the one that he signed, uh, that we remember celebration, he was in bed with Sierra. That's right. Mm -hmm. Two years left on that deal. Uh, allegedly, the asking price is going to be five years, two hundred fifty million. So that's fifty million guaranteed every single year for five years, which is going right now for yeah. quarterbacks. Yeah. And what will it be in three years? Russell Wilson will probably be underpaid. Then you can take it or leave it. So that was being reported as a report. It was just speculation by a reporter who has inside information. Okay. So I'm happy we cleared that up. Yeah. But Pasternak. Oh, of course. Boston Bruins, right winger, uh-huh. is
5: being traded to the Pittsburgh Penguins this offseason. I was going to say, this one seems a little bit more credible. Well, this seems like it's well, basically a done deal. He no, will be traded. Sure. In the I, read like I read it on Twitter. I read it on Twitter. It's the yeah.
1: same exact thing. But, I mean, you know, hockey's been dead for a couple weeks now, so uh, who cares? But Actually,
0: Rangers-Tampa tonight, game four. Yeah, yeah, can't wait.
1: Will Tampa be
0: able to make this thing all square through four because they had a two-week break and came out a little bit cold, and New York Rangers won the first two games. Is that how this thing's going to go? Is New York going to be able to steal one down in the storm? Or are they going to give them back home 2-2? Uh, we shall see this evening. But pasta not coming to the Penguins. Great news. Well, probably not. Love Fire it. to coach tonight, Scale. Yeah, Bruce.
2: Yeah. See ya. Everyone's hurt. Everyone's getting surgery. Hey, yeah. they need to turn over. Surgeries. Rebuild. Uh, Get a lot of Rebuild pasta. ahead. Some surgeries. See ya. Bye. Bye.
3: Bye. Bye. Pasta, pasta. nook. No.
2: Pittsburgh loves pasta. Mm, We do So
1: does Massachusetts No
2: you don't know about pasta Like you kidding me You know There's
1: so many Italian people In Massachusetts You're talking about Potato Boston Well yeah We do pour I actually did find out This weekend Boston has a bar Called Mr. Dooley's That pours the most Pints of Guinness In the continental United States No big deal Well that's what we're Talking about though With the pasta thing In Pittsburgh Well don't worry We got a north end That you know A bunch of Italian people Live in We got plenty Of other places Where Whoa! 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 Come out of here Whoa what do you Bunch mean? Did you hear that? Oh, yeah. What are you oh, yeah. I heard about? It. You know what was, else
7: Pittsburgh has? A lot of pierogies. You know who why? likes pierogies? People from the Czech Republic and Slovaks like pasta. Well, uh, why, oh, hey,
1: why, was, oh, why, was why was pasta hanging out with David Krejci? Like, you know, Rupper was telling us, and Krejci might come back. Is Krejci cause... on the road? Nobody well, yeah, knows what that, he that means, but who cares? Let's move on. Pasta's coming to the pens. That's all that matters.
0: Uh, that's Hockey Talk tomorrow night. What are you guys talking about? Probably
7: about pasta coming to the pens. All right. Okay. That's nice.
0: awesome. Once again, that is something that a reporter is speculating upon, but is being reported reported as a report from an insider that's right those are the things they do those are the little potholes on the road of day-to-day sports coverage yeah
1: that we are going to continue to try to avoid yeah but that's the offseason you gotta talk about it russell wilson gets you know five years 250 what do you think lamar jackson and herbert are gonna warrant oh, burrow burrow yeah. yeah kyler murray yeah mm-hmm. I- are they going to wait now? Is,
0: is that what Lamar's doing? Lamar, there's a video that surfaced on the internet of him on one knee in slides, throwing the ball 50 yards. Now, I don't believe Lamar Jackson was the one saying, hey, this is an incredibly impressive throw. I believe whoever recorded this said Lamar Jackson's got an absolute cannon. From the 50, one knee down, one knee up in slides, completion in the end zone unbelievable display of accuracy and arm strength although the internet can't help themselves and say we've seen a hundred people do something much more impressive (laughs) than this but the thing about it is lamar jackson's always been you know kind of buried about his arm i think that's all the haters try to pinpoint and look at looks like he hit that guy right in the fucking chest 50 yards away on a knee that's the more impressive thing that i could see because i have seen guys offensive linemen dbs Wide receivers, other quarterbacks that aren't great at playing football, but are great at throwing the football, mm-hmm. taking a throw the ball through the uprights from the 50 into the back. I mean, that is something that a lot of great, strong-armed humans can't accomplish normally ex- baseball players that come over to football whether they're big pitchers they got big arms but they have no idea how to read a defense they have no clue what's going on mm-hmm. they have no touch no finesse but they can throw the ball forever Lamar Jackson's working on his pass game I don't know why the internet's got to be so rude about it all the time
1: yeah I don't know why they're being rude especially because you know just last year he was getting you know filmed throwing a duck I mean that's a perfect spiral right there I'm just glad they posted the one that has a nice ball in it. and they hit gyro just like this yeah, yeah.
0: now granted I couldn't zoom in close enough because the quality seemed to be yeah Oh, Potato. Yeah. yeah. Android. Great.
2: Were those were those Ravens oh. teammates or yeah. is he still not on that team, doesn't like that team.
0: Well when's mandatory minicamp? Did that start today? Are they one of the twelve teams to start today? Uh no.
5: It does nope. not look like it. So He's got time. Seems like he's got another couple days
0: <laughs> yeah. down Sunday <his> <laughs> yeah. for going back to Baltimore. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I believe he will be chatting with the press. Yep, I, I think it's today. I believe so, yes. I believe he'll be meeting with them. I can't wait to hear what those conversations are like. What has he learned about the offense and the team uh, since coming back for at least a day or two? Is he impressed by the rookies? How about LaFleur, fresh out of the wedding that McVeigh mm. was at, uh, getting married to a lady named Veronica, mm-hmm. while negotiating a deal with Aaron Donald? Aaron Donald has become the highest- Paid defensive NFL player in the history of sports. Congratulations to Aaron Donald, who was completely at peace with retirement uh, before negotiating or. You know, a change of his deal, basically. Ian Rappaport reported that the Rams have reworked all-world D-tackle Aaron Donald's three remaining contract years to give him a massive $40 million raise through 2024, making him the highest-paid non-QB in NFL history at 31 years old. He gets $95 million through through, uh, 2024. Damn. In negotiating this deal, the Rams opened up Okay, so they didn't add on any years. Allegedly, at this point, there might be five voided years at the end of this thing. Let's Mm -hmm, assume this is gonna be a seven-year, $95 million deal with five voided years at the end so that they can just pass the deal as on the end. If they're not doing that, I'll be interested to see how they work this gimmick. But they ended up opening up $2 million of salary cap space for next year while renegotiating a deal that pays the highest-paid defensive NFL player in the history of the game after paying Matthew Stafford and others on that team a wide margin uh, amount of money above every other person in their position group, which goes back to the same old story that we've been talking for a long time. Salary caps for Gaze. Yeah, it's not real. And until everybody just understands that and everybody buys in on that, you're going to continue to see the rich get richer and everybody else try to battle in the way that used to be how you would battle. You build through the draft, you pick and choose who gets paid. People get paid elsewhere. You make sure you got it all online. You have backups on backups so that next year you can't get caught in any situations. Instead, you got teams just paying everybody somehow, saying, so yeah, boom, mm-hmm. boom, 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 boom. Here, take all our money. We don't need the picks. You do this, you do this. We'll put some voided years on the back end that'll take some of the signing bonus hit. Boom, boom, boom. You're the highest paid guy. <laughs> somehow we save $2 million. It's a win-win. You're not retiring. We're getting another one. Ring me, you said last year. Let's do it again. It's amazing what some of these teams are able to accomplish.
5: Yeah, it feels like the notion that we always hear is just like, Hey, guess what? Like they're going to have to pay the Piper sometime, but like they have all their key guys for the next, like what, three, four years who said like they, there's no uh, proof that you can't just kick the can down the road into eternity. Like they can just keep reworking all this shit. Like, will, do you actually have to pay the piper at some point? I don't know if you do. Everybody's trying to tell us that you do. Mm -hmm. And I don't think you do. And everybody that's telling us that you do are
0: the people that aren't doing it because they're living in their fears. That's right, yeah. Ain't that right, Don? Aren't hey, they living in their fears over there?
2: We don't live in our fears. Nobody, nobody lives in our fears on this show. But there are people who live in their fears because they just don't want to pay people. There are two voided years at the end of this for two thousand twenty twenty five and twenty twenty six are void.
0: Okay. And I wonder what those numbers are for that whole thing. Here's Spotrack. Now, is this real? Do so we know yeah. if this is real? Good question.
5: Uh, like we if, trust
0: Spotrack. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: The numbers Sport, feel Sport contract.
0: Spotrack. Put them together. Yeah. Feels like he's the right person. Three years, ninety five million dollars, forty six and a half million guaranteed at signing bonus, which by the way, that is I think those kind of move. Another eighteen and a half million next March, two void years at the end for the cap. It's two years, sixty-five million dollars in practical terms. Cap hits twenty four million next year as opposed to $38 twenty six, twenty-three, thirty-eight million, twenty-four, thirty-one million, and then twenty five, another ten million. Last two years do not matter if he's to retire, he'll be
2: good. And then twenty six, not on not pictured on the tweet is twenty or er, is five million.
0: Yeah, so it's three extra years on the mm-hmm. back end of that thing, so it's a five-year deal that's actually a two-year deal.
2: Yeah, because it's
1: not a real extension, right? Because it's being reported just as a contract rework, but they actually. But it have sounds it like it is years. actually, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: It's all it's all gaze. If yeah. anybody wants to work the salary cap, they can absolutely work the salary cap. For instance, if I was running a team and I got a chance to chat with this person that's about to join us, and he alluded to the fact that he had any sentiment of juice left. Sure i would be like, all right, let's move some shit around. Mm -hmm. Uh Let's get him on the team. Ladies and gentlemen, a man that changed football for almost a decade. People were living on the Rivas Island. It was one to two-year deals. One of the greatest businessmen in the history of the NFL. This upcoming season, he will go into the New York Jets' ring of honor. All-pro, Pro Pro Bowl, Super Bowl champion, founder of Rivas Island. Ladies and gentlemen, legendary corner, Darrell Rivas. What's up, man?
4: Hey, how you doing, Pat? How, how you doing, guys?
0: Hey, I'm good, man. I want to let you know, the last time you and I were on something at the same time, you want a fucking SP, you know? So I don't know if that's going to happen again for this one, this conversation, but uh, maybe that's the case. We've all been big fans of yours. Western Pennsylvania guy who's gone on to become an absolute goat and a king. We appreciate you taking time,
4: sir. Yeah. Thank you, thank you so much, Pat. And and I remember. uh, Do you remember that play vividly when you uh, punted the ball to me, man? Well, West Virginia, West Virginia, Pitt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, backyard ball yeah yeah backyard rem-
1: ball. yeah you yeah <laughs>
0: did you guys watch that the next day in film as much as we did we watched that play maybe 20 <laughs> times the next laser pointers on everybody revis why aren't you fucking tackling him well i got blocked there why aren't you standing you couldn't get back you beat i think 13 guys on that play darrell i think you beat 13 guys on that play
4: <laughs> no, it was a it was amazing. It it was definitely amazing. Uh I'm sorry you had to be on the back end and had fun in the ball. And uh I have to give credit to uh Dave Wanstead at the time who drew up the play. Uh he wanted to actually do it during the backyard brawl to spark some energy for us and actually the play was supposed to be a throwback to Derek Kinder, who actually who actually blocked uh both of the guys on your team. Dave. So uh, I couldn't, if you remember the play, I couldn't really. I tried to pump, and uh, uh, Kinder was, you know, he was a legal man downfield, so I actually couldn't get the ball there. But uh, he made a great block, two great blocks on on uh, your defenders, and uh, I just ran down the sideline and do the best I could. I was yeah. going to try to run out of bounds, but it was a good play. It was a good play. Didn't
0: you see me coming, though? That don't scare you. I mean, I got <laughs> blocked, you know. I thought maybe you run out of bounds. I was, I was like two. Ah, 220 at the time? I looked pretty good, I thought. I thought I looked pretty good. You know, nobody wants... You were um, amazing. And and that tackle by... Uh, Derek Kinder, by the way, illegal modern rules. Yeah, he sent two guys potentially to CTE City. <laughs> Just would like to let everybody know that we watched it in slow motion the next day. Both of them, Rich Rod asking, "Get up, Ridwan." I believe his name. was he's, "I would have if I could have." What are you? Well, I think he was knocked out. I think Kinder killed him. I believe. Uh, but you won an ESPY for that, right? Didn't the whole team want an S B for that
4: or no? Uh, there was, there was. We were nominated for it, oh. uh, but we actually. I think we came second uh, in the polls, but uh, that's a shame. uh, the The guy from Boise State, uh, the Statue of Liberty play, he he, uh, the the guys won it at Boise State, yeah. And uh, you know, credit to him, Uh, it was a great play drawn up uh, for them as well. And uh, I think he actually proposed to his. Yep. Is, uh, the, 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 the icing on the cake was he proposed to his wife his, 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 uh, yeah, now? Yeah, you had no chance. And, um, you had no chance. No, I, yeah, yeah <laughs> I had no chance at all. <laughs> no chance. Uh, what no are chance. you up to
0: these days? It feels like, and I might be wrong with this, but once you were done with football, did you kind of just drift away from the game? Did you feel jaded from the game, or do you just kind of—is uh, this just kind of what you're into, just kind of chilling and away from it all?
4: Uh, you know, for me, uh, it was really the, the focus on my mental health. You know, and, uh, you know, I think uh, once you retire, there's a lot you have to decompress. There's a lot of things I I've, I've tried to get into uh, holistic wise um, to try to cope with, uh, you know, playing for so long. And um, I think a lot of guys uh, right now are really, you know, former players and, and retired players are really focusing on, you know, their mental health, uh, whether there's depression, stress. And I mean, I played in a big, you know, I played in a Big Apple. I played in, in New York City and Manhattan. It's, it's a lot of pressure. It's a, lot, it's a lot of, uh, you know, other things going on. It's, it's a major city. So, you know, for me, I just really just try to step away from the game and and really kind of get back into practical living and kind of collect my thoughts and kind of see what the next chapter is for
0: What was it like when you were in the middle of the Rivas Island run there? Because everybody's expectation of you is that you are, hey – if if this guy gets one catch, basically, in Rivas Island, everybody's going to yeah. talk about that. And I know it's not just, at the time, 16 games. That's an all-year thing, I guess, that's just looming over your head? Like, the expectation is what drove you, I assume? Or is that just naturally how you did your business when you were in the
4: league? Uh, uh, Pat, for me, I, I, I really, um, you know, being a, a, a super fan of football and, you know, growing up to, you know, watch Barry Sanders, you know, the Cowboys doing their runs and, you know, the 49ers, uh, you know, going to college and then actually having an opportunity to play in the pros. Uh, you know, I, I was pissed off because as I was coming into the league, you know, um, there were a lot of talks about, you know, uh, the shutdown corner, uh, not existing no more. And I took that, I took that personal. I took it to heart. And, uh, I remember it was, a uh, my, my first pro bowl. I was, uh, my locker was next to Champ Bailey's, and 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 uh, you know I was asking Champ Bailey a bunch of questions like, "Hey, what, what do I need to do to be on your level, basically?" And you know, Champ, you know, during that time, just really just passed me the, the torch and said like, "Hey, uh, young blood, it's, it's it's your time up. I see the way that you're uh, progressing in the league, and uh, I'm, I'm gonna pass the torch to you." And uh, at that moment, I just felt like I needed to, basically continue to keep the legacy of the shutdown corner alive, you know, um, at that point, um, because there was a lot in the media, there was a lot of stuff saying there, you know, there's no shutdown corners anymore. And then it was actually, uh, the league was actually changing at the time, going into a more passing uh, offense type of situation. So, uh, you know, I just felt for me that it was my time up and I needed to to represent all the, leg- the, the legacy of shutdown corners, the Mel Blunts, the Deion Sanders, the Dal Greens, um, the Rod Woodson's of the world. And um, I just really took it to heart to say, hey, when it's my time, I'm, I'm gonna try to shut down anybody that, that's, that lines up in front of me.
0: How, why is it so much different than everything else? Just athletically, you have to be superior. Intellect, you have to be superior. What is it about the shutdown corner that's different? And why did people assume that that was gonna be gone from the game whenever there was more passing getting involved?
4: Uh, You know, I I really think uh, because uh, it it probably gears more to the offensive side of the the football in a sense. And, uh, you know, offensive coordinators and quarterbacks and receivers can and and tight ends also can actually um, have a lot of flexibility in the passing game. I mean, even playing the Patriots, I mean, it was so difficult to to actually kind to play chess with them uh, on the chessboard because. You know, you have Tom Brady at uh, at the helm, being the general, but also, I mean, we've been in games where you know they come out an empty set, <laughs> and they have so many they have so many options, man, uh, to throw the ball, and then actually when you start, you know, teeing up on that, then uh, they go into they go into a goal line set, and then you got to focus on that. But 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 to, to really answer your question. Uh, it, it was just really, uh, you know, the corner position is just really uh, just you have to be a student of the game. I, I, I mean, I have notebooks still to where I have my notes in there where uh, I have Terrell Owens and I break them down. I study them. I have, uh, you know, uh, uh, Randy Moss, where I still break them down. So it's just really being a student of the game and taking time to really break down these guys and break down their tendencies to really uh, have that skill set. Um, of being studious. Also, you just gotta be very athletic at the cornerback position. I mean, uh, you gotta be able to run fast with these guys. It's some of the best players in the world and um, at the receiver position. And they're, they're pretty fast, pretty quick, they're pretty strong and they're, and they're smart as well and they're pretty explosive. So, you know, for me, it was just being very studious at my job and really trying to, uh, you know, make sure I was prepared every Sunday.
0: Who was uh, somebody? And by the way, thank you for all this insight. This is fucking awesome. Who was somebody? You talk about T.O. and Randy, and you know yeah. you would be a great person, I think, to get like your opinion on this. Who was somebody that you did not? Did anybody keep you up? Anybody uh, give you an anxiety <laughs> or anything like that? Because I know they felt that way about you, right? Everybody, it, when uh, the Revis Island Run was happening, they're like, "All right, we got 15 games this year because there's a good chance." that the offense coordinator will say, hey, don't even throw it towards Revis, which means, by the way, you still got to be on every fucking play. That doesn't mean that you get to take game uh, plays off because they do. But did anybody keep you up, or was it the other way around, do you think?
4: I think it go both ways. You know, I think it's, you know, it's I'll say Tom Brady won uh, from the quarterback position. Um, I'll say from the wide re, uh, right receiver position, I would probably say – uh, Randy, Randy Moss. <laughs> I would probably say Terrell Owens as well. Um, Steve Smith. I would definitely say Steve Smith. Um, uh, who else can I name? I mean, it's, it's, it's a list of guys. And, and even if, um, if I'm not naming all of them, I, I have, uh, the utmost respect for all of them because, you know, the difference between all of them, I call it superhumans. You know, they, we were superhero superhumans. We have, you know, if you're playing against Steve Smith, you know, he's not as tall as as, as Randy Moss, which which Randy Moss is is about six, five and a half. So, um, you know, when you're dealing with certain guys, certain receivers, uh, they come with, you know, a certain gift and, you know, Steve Smith was, was more so explosive fast, you know, kind of like a bulldog in a sense where, uh, if he got pissed off, man, uh, he'll, he'll blow right past you in a route. So, uh, you know you just gotta respect everybody across the board I, I will always say i will always say also say uh um our, my fellow uh, draftee, uh in 2007, uh Calvin Johnson as well I mean uh tough matchups I always had to go go up against uh week in and week out and and uh some of those some of those games I came out where you know I'm looking at it as is like I just shut this person like how did I do that you okay. know in a sense. But I actually, you know, the, the only thing I can give credit to is just, you know, great game plans by, by the coaching staff and also, uh, you know, sticking to the game plan and, and really seeing it through and, and really executing as best as I, as I could and along with my teammates. And um, we were able to do some great things. I think we had, like, the number one defense and also the number three defense, uh, the New York Jets, uh, during the heydays in 2008, 2009, and 10 and 11. So, uh, we just had a great group of guys who came to work every day and was ready to you know, really focus in on of, of what tasks we had to do.
0: You'll be going into the Jets' ring of honor this uh, season. Well deserved. Yeah. Well deserved. And Thank I assume you. all Thank those wide receivers you. that got a chance to visit Revis Island also uh, share the same sentiments about you that you just talked about, superhumans and all of those things. Whenever you talked about the defensive coordinator and a great game plan, as an outsider, as somebody who maybe doesn't have the best – Uh, football iq whenever it comes to like guys that played in the league and shit like that and watch film for a full-time living i assume the uh, game plans were all right 10 of us got shit to do and then uh revis you're just doing this was that not what it was was it not just like hey you're taking their guy you got that guy or was there was there more to it that maybe uh a noob would not fully understand
4: uh, you know, I think when, when, when Rex actually, um, when, when Rex Ryan was actually hired, um, you know, we had a meeting, we had individual player meetings and, uh, I think our meeting I can say, and this is really going, this is inside, you know, the, uh, the facility, but, we go. uh, you know, Rex got me down and just, you know, basically just kind of said like he believes, uh, that I'm the best corner in the NFL you know, at the time. And um, he's going to help me uh, strive to be that in, in a sense. And that was basically our kind of meeting and our conversation. Um, he said, I stick, you know, I would stick out on the film every time he would watch it uh, during the practice films and stuff. And, um, you know, I got to give credit to, to to Rex Ryan's defensive scheme to to actually, you know, kind of highlight Um, you know, me, me as being a cornerback and me being one of the best defensive players, try to try to be one of the best defensive players in the league at the time. And, uh, it was great. You know, I just felt like I took on that task. Uh, I didn't really want to, because I felt we had, uh, a lot of pieces, uh, on, on the defensive side of the ball that, uh, that we can actually, I, I can just play one side. I can play the left side. Um, and then we had Antonio Camardi as well, that, it was a great corner at the time. And, um, you know, just really, we just had a, a great uh, CB tandem. So uh, I didn't re- I didn't really think that uh, I had to really travel. But um, when, it, when it came to nut cutting time and, you know, we had to win games and we had to make some adjustments and we had to move some chess pieces around. And then it, it kind of isolated me to be on one side or the other. And the other 10 guys would, would actually, uh, you know, Rex, it gave Rex Ryan ability. To blitz and do other things in the scheme, uh, which guys, you know, I think my teammates really loved at the time because it made it made the game a little bit more fun for us. And uh everybody would do their job and we would just we would rock out. It sounded
0: like Rex Ryan was like the guy who would empower all of his players. Sound like he did the exact same for you. I got a chance to do some ESPN with him. The green room talking to him off air was fucking <laughs> Awesome. I mean, I am. I wish I could have played for him. To be honest with you, I think I would have enjoyed the hell out of it. Uh, we're talking to Darrell Revis, founder of Revis Island, and you talked about being the number one defense there for like five years with the Jets. Do you still? You're going in the Jets Ring of Honor. Do you keep in touch with the Jets organization? How do you feel about where they're at right now, and what do you think
4: about the future? Yeah, I think. Uh, I, yeah, I built so many relationships uh, within the organization. So uh, at this point, I think, you know, I'm, I'm an alumni, I'm an ambassador. So I think for me, it's just representing, the, uh, you know, the organization is, 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 is to my best ability, uh, which I've been doing. But, yeah, we, I stay in contact with, with, with a bunch of people in, in the building. And, um, you know, we don't know what the future entails. I mean, we got a lot of things going on. We spoke about the Ring of Honor. Um, Woody Johnson, we had an interview with uh, Woody Johnson, Mark Sanchez, Nick Mangold and also Brick, Brickishaw Ferguson. So, uh, you know, Woody came by to just really congratulate us on, on all our success. So uh, sky's the limit, you know, uh, in, in terms of um, maybe some of the things, you know, we can talk about in the organization moving forward, uh, if, if I'm actually going to be a part of that, if not. But uh, my, my most important thing is, that, you know, I love the game of football. Um, I'm real passionate about it. Um, and I love winning, and that's the biggest thing. I really love winning, and um, if, if we can turn some things around in that building, which I I have uh, uh, a lot of respect for, got for everyone in the building uh, from the scouting personnel, uh, from everybody uh, in the executive positions as well. Uh, you know, for us to really, uh, you know, make a change. You know, it's, it's time to make a change for the New York Jets in in, in a lot of positions in a lot of ways. And I think we all believe that you know the quarter quarterback position is the most important. And, um, you know, right now at the moment we have Zach Wilson, and, um, you know, there's very high expectations for him as uh, everybody else on the team. But, you know, we just feel that, uh, you know, it's our time to strike and and hopefully, you know, build a championship team to where we can win our second uh, Super Bowl.
0: Tough division. Hey, tough division. Mm. Hey. No,
4: very very tough, I yeah, don't that's, remember- a tough
0: division. <laughs> that's a tough that's a big city yeah uh-huh. tough division right there mm-hmm. hopefully they're able to turn it around yeah. you, you said you still love football are you coaching do you keep in contact with any of the dbs that are in the league right now and is the shutdown corner still a thing in the nfl who did you pass the torch to you think
4: you know i i believe uh i believe uh there is still shutdown corners yes i still uh pay attention to the games and uh, when fall comes around, and I, I watch games, uh, uh, I pick and choose what games I watch. But um, yeah, I, I believe there's a long list of guys that are really great. Uh, you have Jalen Ramsey right now. You you have uh, uh, you have Stephen Gilmore. Um, he won the defensive player a few years back, playing for the Patriots. Uh, I'm real close with. Uh, I've been close with uh, Stephen Gilmore uh, even when he was with the Buffalo Bills. So uh, really good guy. Um, uh, you, you have Howard down here in, 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 in Miami. Um, there's a lot of guys that uh, you have Ward. <laughs> you have you have, you have Ward and, and, and mm-hmm. Cleveland Browns. So uh, I do pay attention. You have uh, Jair Alexander in, 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 in Green Bay. There we go. So you have a Jesse lot. It's Jair. a lot of good guys out there right now that are really um, you know representing the position very well. And um, I love to watch them play. I love I, I love ball man. So. Uh, especially as a DB, and when you know when you're you're out on the island, and you're you know it's one on one, and those guys know as well as me, man. It's it's, it's a very tough task. It's a tough job, and, and uh, they're doing a great job. They're doing a fabulous job of representing the NFL. They're doing a fabulous job of representing the position as well. So uh, much success to all of those. Guys.
0: Hey, TV kind of fucks it up, though. They you know somebody's getting blamed for a bomb that isn't necessarily. A a DB's fault or a safety's fault or a coverage's fault. Is that something that even you? Now, I'm going to say this, and it's going to cause an argument somewhere, but it shouldn't. Like, you are what? Mount Rushmore corner in the history of the NFL? I'll say it. You don't have to say it. Okay, you do your thing. Mount Rushmore corner in the history of the NFL. When you watch some of the games, do you have any idea whose fault it is whenever shit happens? Or is that something that only inside a team you think would know?
4: Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Well, if you watch a game and you see, you see the ref go like this here, <laughs> the touchdown. Yeah. You, you, you can kind of really, if you look at the replay, you can kind of really see like the mistake or the error or miscommunication at times. And, you know, obviously that's for a DB coach, that's probably the worst feeling you can have walking off after the uh, field goal and, you know, you walk to the sideline and the DB coach is like, what happened? You know, and, you know, you you got to have that type of communication of, well, you know, they were in the three by one set. And, you know, the third receiver, he did a shake route. Uh, he did an out and up and shake route in the middle of the field. And and, uh, you know, maybe the linebacker or safety bit on it and uh, he scored a touchdown. So, yeah, you you those are those are the. You know, that's that's the inner workings of the games. But all you can just can try to do is is, is make adjustments. But um, those are the, yeah, those are the plays where you know those are nightmares for you, where you you think about them or you try to readjust them uh, in the future.
0: When I said you were the Mount Rushmore corner in the history of the NFL, was that uncomfortable, awkward? Do you hate that conversation? Because I feel like, and, <laughs> yeah. and I'll dive into this. I'll dive into this a little bit. So. In the sports day-to-day sports media world, okay, there's this conversation. Once you become like unbelievably good, and it's recognized that everybody thinks you're really good, Then all anybody does is pick apart why you're not the greatest. So they stop complimenting people once you get really good and it becomes why you're no longer the greatest and somebody else is the greatest. Your name gets caught up in that conversation all the time on the internet, I don't know how tapped in you are, about corners in the history of the game. Do you appreciate the fact that you're in that conversation and is that something you take very personal if people say that you aren't because of how much you gave to the game and how much you were able to accomplish?
4: Uh, uh, it's, you know, um, sometimes, you know, it's, it's like you're a folklore or you're, it's like a myth because of the dirty work that you had to actually do to, to, to be successful. And, and and, I mean, at one point that was our DNA. I mean, everybody on Sunday knew that. And, And then at the time fantasy football was actually, uh, coming into play. It just, it was just created in a sense so um, you know, I was kind of the—I don't know if you want to say the Darth Vader of fantasy football, where—that's a great nickname. You know, do you have that as a shirt, Darth Vader? No, 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 no. I don't have it as a shirt. Not yet. I'm—I might make a shirt and see you one.
3: Yeah, yeah, please do.
0: Yeah, that's a great shirt. The Darth but, Vader of fantasy football.
3: True. The well, Revis. Well, well,
4: yeah, yeah, because you know a, a lot of fantasy football, you know, players would. Um, you know, they would actually sit their receiver down during that week if if they had to play against the Jets defense. So, um, you know, and, and then, you know, in the off season when you go places you would you would hear it like, I had to sit my receiver down and, you know, when we played you guys or whatever and uh you know at that time I just think, you know, I, I, I kinda said the folk, folklore thing, but um I I was in the era where, you know, it was technology involved and there was a lot of um there was a lot of uh stats where um, you know you can really focus on dBs uh past attempts i mean past attempts are thrown to him much more uh the quarterback ratings at the time yes. uh which is still going on to this day so i mean if, if you're ranking me uh in a certain way um you know i was kind of the i, w- I was kind of the starting point of, of all of those kind of stats really showing up and ha. arrest uh, arrest with the other guys as well and uh you know the the those those things still live on to this day. I know records are made to be, be broken and, and, and such. And uh, I think, you know, when you, sometimes when you retire and you have to play back everything in life and you hear certain things that you have, you, you, you were so in tunnel vision. You, 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 uh-huh. you hear some of the accolades and, you know, I think there was a, there's a fact that I was um, the the greatest season four cornerback of all time in 2009 and stuff. So, once you start to hear these things, you 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 have a sense of pride, and you you're proud of it. But you know, the ultimate thing for me was was to to win championships. You know, I I won a state championship in high school, five tons, and win one at. Hey, you yeah. had five tons in that thing, didn't you? Uh, yeah, still a record in. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. series, so, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, it's. Is, you know, for me, I think, you know, the high school program, I, I come from Aliquippa High School, which Does. has Mike Dicka which has Ty Law, who has Sean Gilbert. Uh, we have a lot of other players. I, I'm sorry if I'm missing anybody's name. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's a sense of pride, even from my high school, to to actually, you know, win championships. And I wanted to do it with the New York Jets as well. Um, I think that's why they, I believe they drafted me in the first round, because you know the winning attitude I would I would bring to the organization, and that's what it was really all about for me is just to win big. And I had an opportunity to win one with, with with Tom Brady and the New York Patriots Super Bowl Forty Nine, and um, that was that was a dream come true. You know, for me in the sense of just all the hard work and. Actually, being a rival to him so many times and losing to him so many times.
3: Yeah, yeah, we all it, did, it, pal. We yeah, all. Did. Yeah, it's
4: so it's so many nightmares. I still have some to this day. Like ah, I missed, I missed the interception. It, I tipped it or, or or whatever. But it's so hard to pick Tom Brady off, and and uh, I, I had so much fun, uh, you know, battling and trying to be two lions and trying to bring the best out of each other uh as best we could so when you talk about the Mount rushmore stuff i mean if if people want to put me put me in that conversation um it's incredible um if if people have different opinions they're entitled to their opinion that's fine as well i think uh you know my resume speaks for itself in, in a sense and um i'm just really i'm really proud for for all experiences everything i could you know possibly do when it was my time
0: you're an absolute legend, dude. Yeah, that was an awesome answer, by yeah, the way. You know, that was a really, You do a lot of TV or no?
4: Not really, not really, not really. Why you hate not them? Really. You hate
0: them? They talk shit on you? <laughs> <laughs> no.
4: Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what that sound like. No, I think I'm just. I'm. Uh, I don't know. I, you know, I, like I told you before, I'm kind of just decompressing. I think now I'm getting. I'm getting my my funk back. I'm getting my flow back, and. Um, I don't know what, what the, the next chapters will be for me. I think there'll be a lot of opportunities and options for me. So I just got to weigh them out and, and really, you know, I, I got to look, I just met Sir Charles Barkley the other day in the, in the airport and, uh, we exchanged numbers and everything. And the first question he asked was like, Hey, do you play golf? And I'm like, yeah, I suck. You know what I'm we all I play do. a little bit, but I suck. We all <laughs> do, man. Hey, I'm happy you got your
0: <laughs> funk back, dude. The sport is better. Okay, we'll be better for it. I love seeing ex-players because you're not the only one that leaves the game because most NFL guys, let alone Mount Rushmore guys, most NFL guys, whenever they leave the game, it's the first time where it wasn't their decision. It's the first time ever that maybe somebody said no more. It's the first time ever you're away from the game and everything, so a lot of guys go through that. I'm fucking pumped you're out of it. Hey, I'm pumped you're out of it, dude. This is good news for everybody. You deserve to be celebrated, though, too, for all your fucking work. Listen, I don't want to say this too much to you. Massive fan. I mean, you ran right fucking by me on the (laughs) ESPYs and on Thursday (laughs) football, but massive fan of your work, man, because the amount of hard work that had to go into that. Everybody just sees the Darth Vader of fantasy football. Everybody just sees, oh, they're not going to throw the ball this way. But if you're off one of those plays where there isn't a plan, somebody's going to try to get something on Darrell Revis, quarterback, wide receiver. So you just have to live up to your own hype every single week, the amount of work and stress. I'm happy you're going to be able to be celebrated, pal. Very happy for you, man. Uh, The boys have a couple questions for you. Is that okay? Yeah, sure, sure. That's
5: I Darrell. You mentioned kind of seeing the game change to a more offensive style during your career, and we see all these receivers come in now, and it seems like have a thousand yard uh, seasons their rookie year. Do you think it's harder for cornerbacks to to play now than it was maybe like ten years ago?
4: I think it's I think it's more challenging. Um, yes, for for a secondary to to play the position in the sense of you know uh, there's always rule changes. Uh, you know, the pass interference uh, even though, you know, I think a little bit on my way out I was, uh, uh, deciding to, to retire, um, you know, there was always questions about, you know, the pass interference rules and, um, how can we best play, uh, you know, receivers across the board. Um, so, you know, it's very tough, you know, they're very strict with certain, certain things when it comes to the pass interference rule. But, um. You know, you're, you're right. I mean, I, I mean even of I, all of us on here, I think, you know, of us being fans of the sport, I think, you know, we watched Barry Sanders carry the ball, you know, 30, 40, 40 times a game. You've you seen Jerome Bettis, you know, carry the ball 30, 40 times a game. and uh The 10-year gap of that, of, of being now a passing league and and, and guys, uh, you know, i tell you what, every team needs depth in their secondary. I mean, you need – Six to uh, seven, I mean, they're saying. <clears throat> Yeah, you need it. You need it. You need. You need a lot of depth. I, I remember uh, even playing, you know, for the Jets and, and under Rex Ryan, and and um, we stacked our, our secondary. We had at least about 13, 14 guys within yeah. our uh, corners and safeties within our uh, uh, DB room because, and, and some of those guys played their role. They played special teams as well. Needle. But we 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 had packages on defense where. We might have six or seven DBs actually on the football field, so um, this would this would give us a lot of ability to be able to blitz from either side of the field. We can disguise a lot of things on defense, uh, and and, uh, and just really go from there because it. We looked at it as, hey, we got guys that can lock down across the board. Even our nickel back, even our dime back, we we got guys that can lock lock up. We had Jim Leonard, who's obviously the defensive coordinator. Uh, at the University of Wisconsin. So, here, I, I hope he becomes a head coach very soon. Uh, we had guys like Jim Leonard who, who, uh, knew the defense in and out. Uh, we had great guys who just came with their hard hats on and, and we were ready to lock up and play hard. And our front seven was, was really great. We had David Harris. Um, we had some other guys Calvin Pace. I'm, I I don't, I don't we had Bart Scott as well. Yeah. We once again, you're that, you're gonna miss some that, guys,
0: but you love everybody. You've said this before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: yeah,
3: yeah.
4: <laughs> so, so, so overall, man, we, we just we just looked at our defense and say we need at least about we had about 14 guys in our in our DB uh, room. So, uh, and, and it's you know in today's game, you need to stack your DB room, uh, to because it's a passing league now. I mean, got, you know, quarterbacks are throwing 60, 70 times a game. Um, the, 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 stats are nuts. Uh, you, 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 see, uh, David Carr in Oakland. I mean, he's throwing for four or five yards. Uh, so, I mean, you, you gotta stack your DB room up. Las
0: Vegas, they're going to be pissed. You said that. I mean, <laughs> Las Vegas they are going through a lot of shit right now. You saying yeah. there in Oakland will be right at the top of the list. Uh, last question
1: here. We can't thank you enough for your time. Go ahead, Connor. Yeah, Darrell. You mentioned you still have a lot of friends in the Jets building. Have they reached out to you to kind of mentor Sauce Gardner at all? Just because you know they took him at number four overall, and he's kind of a—he's a bigger corner, but obviously there's no one better to mentor him than you.
4: Uh, yeah, we spoke. I spoke to Sauce uh once he got settled. I think it was about a week later after he was drafted uh 4th overall. So, uh yeah, we 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 have each other's number. Um we're just going to continue to uh, you know, communicate as best we can. Um there's a lot of uh, other DBs on the Jets uh in the Jets secondary who's who's reached out reached out as well. So, uh you know, for me it's, it's really just kind of um I think this is a new phase for me it's a new role for me as well as i'm trying to uh you know figure out um, maybe my next chapter in life and, and things that i'm doing but uh for the most part yeah we have a you know i think the the relationship is is, is going to begin it's going to start and it's going to continue to build on the relationship
0: you see this huh i'm fucked. I'm ready to, you see that? I see.
4: Huh? I see you. Yeah? You see my bail <laughs> see. technique, too. I
0: mean, that's the fucking game. That's the game. How much of your game, what? how much did you focus on jam? Was that massive on every single piece? Was that the biggest part? Did you train boxing in any of that? Did you do anything for your training that uh, we wouldn't expect?
4: Uh, Yeah, 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 uh, Pat. Uh, I've done a lot. Over my career, I've done a lot of uh, kickboxing. Um. I think that was probably the main thing was really kickboxing and hand placement, you know, as you're actually jamming guys. Um, um, I tried to dapple in a little, little, little karate a little bit. Um, but for the most part, I think kickboxing was kind of uh, my main priority and my main uh, gig in that sense of just really trying to hand placement. And uh, that was my, that was my strength. You know, I think my weakness was playing off coverage, but um, you know, the insanity of us trying to, trying to reach perfection is I've worked on a a lot of off man coverage as well to where I can disguise in a lot of ways when I'm playing off. um, It's probably too late for you to figure it out. It's probably third or fourth quarter and it's probably too late. The game's probably all over. I probably, (laughs) I probably probably worn down your receiver so much (laughs) by playing press coverage that uh, it's too late to even figure out the tale. So, uh, yeah I think my my my, my strong point was, was was playing press coverage press man coverage and really just getting in the receiver's face and really just challenging him uh all the way throughout the game
0: did you talk were you did you talk at all or were you super quiet on Rivas Island out there
4: uh I never really talked trash because you know you know why I, I felt that it was too much uh energy uh to waste I just <laughs> it was too much at the time and uh, if, if someone started to jar with me or or, 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 talk trash to me, then trash talk to me, then I, I would speak up and, and say whatever I had to say. But for the <laughs> most part, uh, I kind of just really, I kind of just really focused on, um, you know, my technique and, 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 really, I mean, these guys are really, they're not easy to, they're not easy to cover. I mean, they're really not. I got to give them a lot of credit. I mean, we're backpedaling backwards sometimes. And they're running full speed at you. 16, um, 17,
0: 18 miles an hour. Yes, You're back
4: yes. Yeah. You're backpedaling.
0: and Isn't that just hysterical? And then by the way, yeah. they can break off at any point. And you mm-hmm. have to stop. are your feet fucked?
4: Not uh not 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 really. Not really. Anything you know because I... anything? <laughs> anything in the body? I well, you know, my my lower body malfunctions all the time, I tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't operate how it's supposed to. You right? get you you know, you get, you get Charlie horses and you get things like that every once in a while. But, uh, yeah, you deal with that on the day-to-day sometimes. So, yeah. <laughs> well,
0: thank you for your uh, contribution to the game. Thank you for coming on here. Can't wait to see more of you, hopefully, around. And uh, you're the best, man. Enjoy your Tuesday.
4: Oh, thank you so much, guys. Appreciate it.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, the founder of Rivas Island, Darrell Rivas. Thank you, <laughs> We have a college football national champion, a Super Bowl champion, a Ryder Cup champion, a private plane survivor. Ladies and gentlemen, COVID survivor, A.J. Hawk.
3: Hey, AJ. AJ.
6: Oh. A.J. Rivas, absolute dog on the field. I, I actually got to see uh, a little bit of that interview. Yeah, what an interesting dude, too. Like, I don't know him personally, but yeah, I have a ton of respect for him. For sure. Yeah, he ran right by me and my teammates. At I think he did that to a lot of people. He's very
0: good. Yeah, he, was, he had five touchdowns in his high school state championship right down there at Heinz uh, Field. Yeah. Five of them. I, I mean, that's one. That's a, that's a was
6: good. Uh, like. I'd say it's a good day to choose to score five touchdowns.
0: I don't think it was abnormal. I no. assume, <laughs> that was probably, probably ha- average. <laughs> yeah, that was probably happening on a regular basis. Just a great athlete joining us. The complete opposite of that. A man who is an insider <laughs> about the athletes. <laughs> AJ, your haircut looks even better today. That's, that's so, rude. It's right. so rude. That's so rude. Golfer, senior NFL insider for the league and NFL.com. Ladies and gentlemen, host a weekly wrap-up with Rap Sheet and Friends, us being the friends, he being Rap Sheet, Ian Rap Sheet! <laughs> kind of got some ricochet shots and a burial there, but the second sounded great, so there ain't nothing you could do about it. You do not look that athletic. I might be wrong, though.
8: Uh, you'd be wrong. Uh, I, got, I got great hands, nice, soft hands, good for chipping, uh, good for catching a baseball and throwing. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. AJ you know, and I I'll were about little... to ask.
0: AJ and I were about to ask. I literally saw it coming. Can you throw a ball and catch a ball? Can you throw a football and catch a football?
8: I certainly can. I played uh, played three sports in high school. Whoa. Thank you very much.
3: Slow down. Uh, three. Uh,
8: tried to play. Tried to play baseball at Columbia. Uh, was not good enough. Oh. Ended up as a lightweight rower for four years. It was also not very good, but rower. I did play. That's, so that's, Once that's again, my resume. It's a sport you, you can't. Can you throw and catch? Oh, I can throw and catch. I got some game. Okay. All right. Hey, listen. Athlete yeah. Ian yeah. uh, I can't I can't kick a lot of things though.
0: Well, everybody sucks at kicking, and then everybody says kicking's so easy. It's like, ah, <laughs> okay. Well, if it's so easy, then why do you suck at it? You can throw <laughs> one. You can't kick Very it. Fair. Nonetheless, let's move on. Ian, this Aaron Donald deal, was it negotiated at Sean McVay's wedding? And what are the actual numbers for this? And tell us why the salary cap should be thought about at all with any decision that's made in the NFL at this point.
8: All right, let's start out with the when this deal was done. Um, because I thought that, you know, I was – we were talking about me maybe coming on yesterday around two thirty Eastern time. I was very happy about that because I thought that he was going to come in and sign around like two forty-five, so we'd get it mid-show. Oh. And then it ended up being like four thirty because he wanted to catch Always. a workout. He so, off but but anyway, it would... I got to yeah. go.
3: Yeah, yeah you I would have dropped r- off. I
8: sorry, I got to put a tweet out. Yeah. Yeah. No, then I would have come back. Then I would have come back. Well, we might. Well, um, much... we no, th- I'd say this was basically mostly done probably by Thursday or Friday. There was some things they were trying to figure out the last year, like what happens if he retires? How do you deal with the salary cap? How can you make it make sense for the Rams in the last year? So it wasn't totally done. But I would say by Thursday or Friday, I probably had a good sense this was happening. So when knowing that um, and, you know, they go to the wedding, all I can think about just selfishly, of course, is I hope it doesn't get out at the wedding because then I wouldn't get to break it, um, oh. and that would be very sad. What a scumbag! Um, but you know, it didn't. So that was the win there. And then, as far as the salary cap goes, it's fake. Say it. It's not. It's not fake.
3: Yeah, it is. But it's what fake. it seems
8: like the Rams have done is they keep pushing it into the future, and it's eventually they're going to have to pay. <laughs> is it? Is. it? Will it is. they? Will they? No, we don't know. Tell it. I t- mean, show me a everyone blueprint. Everyone when it one Thank Everyone you. keeps telling me the same thing about the Saints, too. Now, for, I will say this about the Rams. To do what the Rams have done, which is to pay top dollar for your very, very best players, which is Matthew Stafford, which is Aaron Donald, Jaylen. Cooper Cup probably going to get a huge extension. Um, Joe Noteboom's making $12 million. You have to hit on Jaylen. rookies Jaylen. and late-round draft picks, and they have crushed it. So they make it work by drafting late-round players in. Fantastically. Not all teams do that. That's how they win. Ian,
6: was there ever a doubt that Aaron Donald would retire and the Rams wouldn't come to the table and give him what he wanted?
9: Yes, yes.
8: And I feel like there was some yesterday. Some thought yesterday of people being like, "Well, he was never going to retire." Like there were definitely moments covering this like pretty closely. I thought he was going to retire. There were definitely moments because. He is a different dude, and like we've said before, like he has literally accomplished everything. So at 31, if he were to say, I'm good, you know, like he wanted to be paid top dollar, wanted a raise. If the Rams weren't gonna do it, like I think he would have been okay retiring, and I think that was real. It didn't come to that, but I do think that was real.
0: That's awesome. That's great leverage to have. Hey, I'm yeah. really comfortable. People call me the greatest football player on earth. Cool. I'm a Super Bowl champion. Cool. Mm -hmm. You got a lot of money. Cool. I believe he's married to an agent or something like that. I think they are going to continue to have great success off the field. Cool. I'm good. You want me to come continue fight against two to three men every single Sunday for you? I'm going to need top dollar. And they were able to make it work. Why was he potentially going to retire? Because they didn't think they were going to be able to work it into the fake salary cap?
8: (laughs) (laughs) Um, go on. No, because I think it took a while to like this contract was really unprecedented. Like we'll talk about like new money and extensions based on how many dollars are in the future and what's guaranteed. This was no new years. So you literally cannot calculate. the It was though. To, Didn't they just no, put voided well, years on the end? Yeah, those are fake. Those don't count. Those those are just salary caps, which is what What are they? Go ahead, say what you just said. Say they're, they're fake. Fake years for the salary cap. They count against the cap, but they're not actual money years. No. It's like remember when Taysom Hill got that huge contract and everybody lost their mind. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. Gold. Four years, hundred and sixty million or something like that. Yeah, that was those were voidable fake years by the way like that the was last... back
0: when you were reporting mm-hmm. those numbers as the actual numbers uh-huh. you remember no, that yeah I'm... and then the aaron
10: Rodgers deal yeah. came
8: uh-huh. and it was like no no here's the actual deal this well, is what we're actually talking about this one is easy to figure out because there are no new years it is just a raise it's and 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 had nobody five years left. aaron donald had five years left on his deal he had, he had three years left it's a three-year deal but there's three years avoided
0: money on the back end with a two-year deal of guarantees.
8: There's two years avoided money on the back end, which don't count. So basically, what this deal is, it's two years for sixty-five. God, oh, what a great tweet that is!
0: Two <laughs> years. A lot for- of words. A lot, a lot of, of words. words. You know, you're allowed to hit enter in that and start a new paragraph.
8: <sighs> yeah, you and Pelissero both big on the paragraph breaks. Oh yeah. Well, that's just um, word salad. Yeah. Look at that thing. You think, a lot so- of- huh? It is a lot of words. Now, I would say. Todd to. France got his love
0: by oh, the way. Oh yeah. Todd France in there, you know what I shout mean? Out. Hey, shout out Todd France. On France de nice to to Todd. Absolutely getting the deals done. But you're <laughs> but it's all fake. Ian. We know it, you know it. Anyways, Ty, your question for Ian.
5: Yeah, rap sheet. I don't Who know. Who
0: refuses if- <laughs> to say the truth? <laughs> It's all fake, you know it, we know it. Go ahead, Ty, yeah, sorry. it's all
5: fake. Uh Rap Sheet, I don't know if you have any more information that, than we do with this, but like the Deshaun Watson situation, is that still kind of just like book closed on it or now that there are new accusations, like does that kind of just unwrap this whole thing again?
8: Yeah, I don't think it's book closed. I, the way the NFL was viewing it was their investigation was coming to a close usually Deshaun Watson is the last you know usually the subject is the last person to get interviewed so that happened it a two it was either two or three weeks ago in Houston for several days the NFL then you know obviously we have the two new lawsuits 23 and 24 the NFL has remained in contact with him because what they do is they basically cross-check the information they have um, but the investigation wasn't closed so I mean the NFL has looked into every lawsuit they've looked into every allegation they have Talk to Deshaun Watson about every allegation and every question they have for him. So that is continuing now. So I don't believe it's over and I don't believe any decision has been made, but like, this is why there's no rush to do anything until you really have to in case something like this comes out and is new is important. Open your eyes to something in case you have to discuss it. Voided contract potential here from
0: the Cleveland Browns and Deshaun Watson with his 24th uh... Allegation, I guess,
8: was uh, would be described. I, I have not heard any discussion of of a voided contract at all. Have not heard that as part of the discussion.
1: Connor, go ahead, pal. Yeah, a rap sheet. Uh, Debo Samuel's reporting to minicam. So, can you confirm that for six weeks we talked about a story that was absolutely nothing? Yeah. And when do you think we can expect a deal to get done between the Niners and him?
8: I think the best case for the Forty ers is that we all wasted a lot of time. But let me just add for those people who may be listening to me right now, who do operate a daily, you know, internet and radio show. Of the Debo game. Samuel was a pretty good dude for about six weeks.
0: Debo Samuel was great for con- uh, conversation fodder. Yeah. But did Tory Dondi ever think a deal was going to get done here, or is this just a timing thing?
8: I'd still like to see what ends up happening here, right? Like, they've been very clear about not wanting to trade him, and I believe that because rarely would you have a GM say, I would be dumb to trade him. I'm not trading him and then actually do it, right? You have people talk around things, but that was pretty clear. Um, The 49ers have done a couple things. I know they've been talking to him the last couple days, trying to get him to come in. So he comes into minicamp. He does not get fined $100,000, which is good because people don't like to get fined. Is there voids that come with the missing of the mandatory minicamp or just a $95,000 in fines? I saw that. Uh, I believe due to failure to practice clause, The guaranteed money would be voided too. Yeah. So everybody
0: (laughs) keeps saying it's $95,000, but it's much more than that. Right. I mean, it's
8: much, much more than that
0: for most contracts.
8: Right. Like, but for him, they're not going to cut him. So it doesn't matter. But yes, it does. For a lot of people, it would would change some things. But so what the 49ers, I think, have done is try to say to him, we are not going to use you as a running back. They drafted a running back in the third round. They have a couple good players, running backs coming back from last year. I think they'd like to use him on the gadget plays, but not give it to him between the tackles 15 times. That is something that actually speaks maybe louder than a new contract.
6: So what exactly does he want more? Does he want to be paid as a receiver or does he want less carries and not to play a running back?
8: Both he wants to be paid as a receiver. And he doesn't, you know, cause like this contract is great, but he doesn't want it to be his only contract. I mean, we see what happens to running backs. Like they get beat up, beat up. and he doesn't, it's actually, like, really forward-thinking and smart. Like, it really is.
0: I agree. I concur completely. But if they would pay for him to be a top-wide receiver and then sprinkle a little running back juice on there as well, I think all would be made well. Do you see a deal getting done here or no?
3: I think oh, it is. No, no. Yep.
8: I, they got a lot of work to do to get a deal. I think it is possible. But it's not one of those routes that, like, it's, it's going to get done. Just wait two or three. You know, like, I'm not – This is a really – it's a really, really hard one. Who's in that world? Tyler? I think, yeah. I mean, quarterback contracts generally get done, and they've been very clear about it, including on your show, I believe, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, So that is one, I think. And there's, you know, a couple other really good players that, like, when we talked about it, like Cooper Cup probably – Eventually gets a deal.
1: Metcalf,
0: you
8: know, there's a couple other really good ones. Quentin um, Nelson,
0: I, Quentin Nelson, mm-hmm. DK Metcalf, Terry McLaurin, yeah.
8: right. Baker. Terry, McLaurin. Terry McLaurin's talking. Jimmy G, Jimmy G, well, who knows?
0: So. Yeah. Whoa, well, he was a no. I, he was excused from mandatory minicamp. Is that because they, they they're done with him? Is that it? Huh? Don't even. No, it's just be M- We don't want anybody to even think yeah. that this isn't
8: Trey Lance's team. Is that what it is? No, I think it's just that. There's a couple of reasons. One, I don't know how much he was going to do anyway. Like he's still rehabbing from the oh, like the shoulders. so like,
3: oh, oh okay. yeah, oh, no. all yeah. parts involved. Yeah, think it's not best. even best. Yeah, yeah. a best reason involved. you should be here. Yeah, because yeah, if the they don't have for...
0: doctors and trainers and physical therapists at the Niners, which it sounds
8: like they don't, him getting his rehab for his shoulder elsewhere probably the right move, anyways. Right? Well, he, I think he went his own route on the uh, on the rehab, and I think he's seeing his own people, so. But to have him stand out there and then everyone ask him questions, like it's it's a weird situation. I know they'd still like to trade him. I know he'd still probably, I imagine, would like to be a starting quarterback somewhere and not have to fight for his job. Um, it's just better to stay away until they figure this thing out. Trey Lance is the guy, right? 100% now this is a clear sign of that? I, I might be crazy. So, I might be crazy, but I am I still think there is a chance Let's say Garoppolo gets cleared, not in mid, you know, not in like two weeks, but in early August. What if he comes to camp and is the better quarterback in training camp? They have to start. Him. So I just, I'm still keeping this open because if they can't trade him, he NFL did lead them leads. to the playoffs last year, yeah, right? NFC Championship, NFC championship, yeah, championship. I remember watching Super
0: Bowl. I mean, that yeah. no motherfucker's
8: been there. Yeah. yeah. So there's no crime in having a developing. Really talented quarterback, just wait a little bit longer. Like, But Manitore Minicamp, you would think
0: you would have the person back in the room. I mean, it's nah, just... It's not just... He's going to just stand there anyway. Oh, so Minicamp means nothing. Okay, so don't report about people
8: missing any of this stuff then, please. Well, you got to understand, we got nothing to do in... Ah,
3: oh, there it is. here we it. go.
2: Journalism, good, ahead, Tom. Not so much a question, but more of a request. Uh, we have an idea in this offense that Broncos country...
3: Let's, Let's Ride, ride. Was,
2: was probably a Team 3 and a Russ uh, baby. Creation. Creation. Uh, can you find out if that was a Russ creation or a Broncos creation for us?
8: Uh, I will I will definitely find out. I've actually wondered the same. Um, I've been oh. – um, I have a, a lot of questions. Hey, you're can an, an asshole you?
0: just like us. That's what it sounds like. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what it means. No, I, I meant it in the nice way. So do we? Yeah. But just us even thinking that, like, oh, did Russ create that or did the Broncos create that? We're assholes immediately. And I don't does like. Does have any?
6: Hey, does he have any contacts inside uh, Team Three? Uh,
8: I've, I have contacts in multiple places. Wow. Oh. I, I think I can figure this out. He's penetrated. I, 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 I was on. I was on the same page with you guys though when it came to the uh, the social media post. <laughs> they do such a good job in Denver, and I was like, oh Dude. no 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 no.
0: Oh, yeah, they won a Webby. That matters. I forgot about that. That's right. <laughs> they do. They do great work over there. And a lot of the social media teams do great work. But also, let's look out for the players mm-hmm. a little bit. Let's try yeah. not to make the players look terrible. How about your uh, the NFL, the actual NFL social media at the rookie NFL thing that these guys are forced to go to, probably don't get paid <laughs> at all, but they're doing whatever they can mm-hmm. for the NFL. And then somebody says, hey, I'm with the NFL's uh, Instagram here. I'm going to take a photo of you. And then they do a video instead and then they put on top of it, I just wanted to see how long they'd stand there. Fucking forever. You're the NFL. That's what they would do. You know, maybe you can kind of run that up the uh, totem pole as well. That'd be great.
8: Uh, I'll talk to my people. Uh, that seems like a funny internet gag. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah of, of course. What uh, oh. about the players, though? I will, look, I'll, I'll tell them to Figure be funnier. Out. If that helps.
0: No, no, they're great. Everybody does great work, but there are definitely misses where it seems like they're just saying, oh, fuck the players. We're just making a piece of content. The players are the content. Let's remember that, okay? You don't have to bury people to have good content. I believe that is something we approve, except for when this guy comes on and fucking lies to us. Yeah.
8: Me? Or are you talking to someone to your left?
0: Well, actually, mm-hmm. these guys. Sorry about it. Anyways. Uh, you're oh, the, yeah, there you go. You're the best, man. We appreciate the hell out of you. Great seeing you again.
8: Great seeing you. I'm going to uh, get back to work today. So nice. Yeah. Sure. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. We see that putter right behind you just waiting to knock in some. My, I have like actually been
8: practicing putting a lot and it has helped literally zero. I'm yeah. Grateful.
0: I'm learning that as well. Ladies and gentlemen, Ian Rappaport. Yeah. Thank you, Rap Sheet. And we're going right into Albert Breer of Sports Illustrated what? now. So, like, yeah. this is a real show. This is yeah. a real show That's we're crazy. doing. Try to get out there. I love talking to Ian because he tries not to give away what he knows in some of yeah. his answers, but he can't help himself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, AJ?
6: Yeah, and he obviously feels very good about breaking news via Twitter. So he wants to make sure he doesn't break anything on here.
0: By the way, make sure you follow him at Rapsheet. Rap Sheet Comedy. Yeah.
6: Yes. <laughs> and yeah. him
1: saying that about Jimmy G makes me think like, oh, okay, so the Niners aren't completely sold on Trey Lance if that's what they're thinking still. No. That, he's wrong. He's
0: wrong. Like yeah. <laughs> they would, be, He would be at the mandatory minicamp if there was any thought of him playing for them this year. I don't know. Joining us now the author of the Monday Morning Quarterback the Sports Illustrated and Absolute Stud, formerly of the Boston Globe. Whoa. Did not know that. Ladies and gentlemen, Albert Breer. Yeah!
3: What's
0: up, Hey, guys, what's up? Are you a mass hole? I didn't know that.
11: I am, yeah. Yeah, I am. I am. I'm also a Buckeye. AJ knows that. I got a member of his recruiting class on my wall behind me, actually. Who's that? Maurice. It's uh, Mo Claret.
0: Oh, fucking love it, AJ, right? Maurice Claret. Love oh, yeah.
6: that guy. Freshman year right there for him.
0: National title, right? Yeah.
11: Congrats. You recognize that picture.
0: Congrats to you guys. Job, Anyways, you're a mass hole and an Ohioan. I couldn't even fathom what this conversation is going to look like. This might be the most toxic thing of all time. I can't wait to dive into it. Albert, we're just chatting there, uh, you know, with Ian. And Ian comes on our show a lot. We're very thankful for it. And he's an insider. That's his job. Boom. He's trying to get news, trying to break news. He's got two phones. He never stops. He likes Pez dispensers mm-hmm. and Harry Potter. Better. But most importantly, he likes a good scoop. Okay, that's what Ian Rappaport's into. For (laughs) you, are you doing the same game? You just wait, like, an entire week for that Monday morning quarterback? How does your whole thing go?
11: It's a little different. I mean, I would say it's a little bit more, you know, like, I would say depth, like, with what I do. Um, Like, so, for example, like, the Russell Wilson trade, um, Ian's, like, fighting like hell to get the scoop there and to be the first one to put it out that he's going to the Broncos. I am... Like basically working the whole time on background to make sure I can tell everybody exactly how it happened. Okay, and I have to be ready for it to happen ahead of time. That's where me and Ian's jobs are alike. Um, I have to be ready for it to happen ahead of time so I can sound informed when I'm talking about it before it happens. So I'd say like our jobs are. I me and Ian used to work together too. So uh, you hate him. You hate Ian. You hate Ian. (laughs) Uh, The short guy. How can you hate the short guy?
0: My God! Okay, everybody seems like Ian. I didn't know he was that short, though. Noticeably short, up. Huh?
11: Oh yeah! Like you guys didn't know this? Oh this guy, yeah. no, they,
0: they treat him a little differently on NFL Network they than do, they do yeah, others. Super
11: Bowl,
0: we well, I, I oh yeah, he's what, sitting what, like, in the chair. What the times yeah. he and
11: I, like when he and I did TV together. This isn't even a lie. He had to stand yeah. on a box. Wow. Oh, oh no, no. I'm not kidding. That's
0: just because you're so tall, Albert. Ian's yeah. our guy. Look, I'm we, average height. I'm not that tall. Oh, He's even more. <laughs> you know,
6: <laughs> That's Masshole Ohio. And AJ, your question, Albert. What are you uh, What are you working on right now to to explain to us what may happen, like the next big breaking story? Are you do you know what's going on with Baker? Do you know what's going on with possibly with Deshaun Watson? Like, what's happening out there?
11: Yeah, I mean, I think the Deshaun thing sort of, uh, like, uh, it's dominating a lot of the conversation, I would say, that I'm having. And I, I think no one really knows what the number of games is going to be. And I, I think the, you know, what happened over the course of the last week that's interesting, like, you know, like the 24th case, I, I, the 24th case wasn't as expected, I, I think, as the 23rd. Um, and I, I think that there's an important nuance in the way these things have happened in that, um I think there was an expectation from the league, from the Browns that the 23rd lawsuit could come. I think this latest one is at least a little bit of a surprise to the league. I'm not sure that Deshaun told the Browns. And I think there's going to be some questions about, you know, how upfront Deshaun was. And I don't know whether he was completely upfront or he hid up, hid you know, hid the fact that this incident happened at all. But I think that that's a, a pretty big thing. And then, I mean, I think Kyler's contract, Lamar's contract, those are big ones to follow. Um, I don't think Russell Wilson gets done till next year. Um, you know, and then I think, of course, like Debo Samuel, Nick Bosa, like some of the things going on in San Francisco. And, of course, you know, with Baker, too, um, you know, I. The quarterback trade market should be interesting, I'd say, once we get past the offseason program. So are you just on the
0: phones all day and who's giving is are people giving you thoughts on other situations from what they've heard? Or how do you and how do you get these relationships with people to be like, Yeah, Albert Breer was gonna be the guy that we get into because that's all this game is, right? I mean the right. re- relationship game is the game, right, at this point? Uh,
11: yeah, I would say like I build the relationships the same way I build my personal relationships and I mean, that means, you know, being in Indianapolis up till four in the morning sometimes. It means traveling around um, from camp to camp. Like in the summer, it means being at owners meetings. It just means you're building relationships the same way you would build relationships and having running conversations with people the same way you would have running conversations with people in your personal life. And like, I'll put it this way to you. Like, I said this to a couple of college kids yesterday. Um... If you go to somebody you haven't talked to in two years and ask them for something, even if you know them, they're probably not gonna give you anything, right? Like they're probably gonna be like, Why is this guy hitting me up now? I'd say. But if you've had a running conversation with somebody or you've already established that relationship, then they're more willing they're gonna be more willing to help you in those sorts of situations. So that's the way I've always done it. Like I I build the relationships the same way I would build build relationships in my personal life. And a lot of times I mean, hey, who are the guys you trust most from high school and college? They're the guys who saw you face down in a ditch, right? Like, so sometimes oh, that yeah. sort of thing can yeah, play yeah. into oh, it, too. Oh, respect. Okay,
0: you know, you've, hey, I've seen, you know, you know what we know.
9: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kendall
0: Roy. That's uh, right. Kendall Roy, L to the OG, has seen Kendall. Yeah. Oh, I got into succession, Albert. I
11: know you don't have enough time covering the NFL.
0: Whoa. What a show. So many references. Guy me. I went to high
11: school with is one of the stars of Succession, Jeremy oh. Strong. That's Kendall. That's Kendall. That's Kendall, yeah.
0: <laughs> you yep. went to high school with that guy? He's a mascot? Yep.
11: yep. Him and Chris Evans, him and Captain America. Oh,
0: what about. high school did oh, you go to? One was doing? a year.
11: So, yeah, Jeremy's a year older than me. And uh, Chris Evans is a year younger than me.
0: Hey, they're saying the same thing, by the way, that you're saying right Uh now. They're saying, hey, Albert Breer. Uh
11: Chris (laughs) Evans. I wish. I'll trade paychecks with them. (laughs) Hey, what's the high school? Lincoln Sudbury, outside of Boston. Oh. It's a public high school, too. It's not a private high school. Oh, respect. Because uh, who was
0: on here that had cookies at 9-8? Uh, that Field would be Vandell's. yeah. yeah. He was up in there. That was an interesting... ball on hill. I mean, it made sense, but it was certainly a... I didn't know people actually were doing that. We were fighting for Mexican pizzas on Wednesdays. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> 50 cents cool. cool, extra cool, stuff on it. Absolutely, dude. Um, <laughs> so, Peter King... Did I get this right? Peter King left Monday Morning Quarterback... Handed it yep. to you. You were chosen by him, by Sports Illustrated, and then now he's your number one competition. You two are basically doing the same thing every single week. Now, right. you're both so talented, so I think every, you probably share the demo. I would assume the demo is the exact same, reading both. I'm not 100% sure. You probably have some uh, Breer Maniacs, and he's probably got some PK... Fanatics Fanatics People or whatever That are going there But we both We all read both of them Do you two communicate With each other How's the friendship With you guys And how did that whole
11: Transition go I don't know Well wait a minute I, I don't know if it's like this For you guys But I like Think like the people Who hate you Follow you closer Than the people who like you That's the way it is For you guys too right Yeah a lot A lot Yeah I mean that's the only reason Why this thing has success Yeah they're all over Like the people who hate me Like seem to know Everything that I've ever said Or written or anything else Yeah Peter Um So Peter actually hired me. Um, Peter was the one who recruited me from NFL Network um, in 16 and and wound up hiring me. And and he and I had talked about the idea of, like, his contract being up in two years and what he handed off to me. And it wasn't, like, promised at the time, but it was sort of understood that if I did a good job, that I'd be in position for that. And, um, you know, what I didn't know was that I would be in direct competition with him, (laughs) which has been interesting uh, but I'm great friends with Peter. He's been awesome to me and he's been awesome to so many young people in our business. Um, and I would say like, I am so much better for like having to compete with him every week. Like I have to be on my toes every single week cause I know he's going to have something good. And like, it's like anything else, like competition always makes you better. Huh. Hey, what venue, uh, do you get the most information? Like combine
6: pro days, senior bowl, where do you think you can get the most work done in your, your field of work
11: i would say combine's good um because combine you just have more casual conversations with people and um you know like so much business gets done there like i don't know people i mean i'm sure you guys know this but i don't know how much the general public knows that so such a small percentage of like what's happening at the combine is actually like guys running 40s and doing (laughs) the vertical jump and all that different stuff like there's a ton of stuff to set up the NFL offseason that goes on there. And, you know, it's also the place where you're gonna have off-record conversations with people that'll help you sort of understand the way things are gonna go in the weeks to come. So Combine's good just because it's the one event where everybody's in one place. Like owners meetings, it's like even the big owners meeting that meeting, that's only head coaches and general managers. The Combine's the one where every assistant coach is there, every scout's there and you're going to have conversations with these guys at 10 in the morning you're going to have conversations with these guys at one in the morning and so like you're able to kind of i guess like sort of build an understanding for where the league is going and that's also like where you build your relationships. so when you're texting with somebody two weeks later they know who you are you know what i mean like and it takes years and years and years to get people to trust you and the Combine's like one of the places where that trust is built. Well, we're happy it happens in this city here. Oh, you? yeah. Hell shout yeah.
0: yeah. Hey, shout out Indianapolis.
11: keep it in Indy. I'm all for it. I'm, 100, I, I, I'm 100% behind you guys on that. Screw Dallas. Screw LA. Keep it in Indianapolis. Hell yeah! Hey. Say lotter for the people. Yeah, Why don't you write sure. that? Screw here? L.A. Screw Dallas. Keep it in <laughs>
0: India. Okay. Well, I just need you to get to the uh, yeah
11: Monday morning. Don't yeah.
0: forget to remind folks every Monday if you have to. Please. Maybe second Monday of each month. You do what you got to do and remind. I them. heard
11: Indy's stepping up too. They're going to close South Street for the uh, combine. Whoa. I heard. Yeah, we heard
0: that. We looked at that. South Street's not the right one. I think Georgia, Georgia. Street's the right street to shut so down. So wait,
11: is which ones? This, which ones? The street that they had the um was it like that where you could do like the whatever that thing is where you fly like you, the zip you fly line. To, the zip line the, yeah, the, they, they the giant zip line during Super Bowl week what was that what street was that so it was,
0: there was a bunch of it was like Illinois Georgia and south everything was shut down for the Super Bowl basically that entire block was shut down that everybody walks from but yeah. Georgia street's the one that has that incredible statue of the guy of the legs that's right yep. john wood of wood. the legs mm-hmm. and then it goes right to the convention center and there's bars on there like that's the one i think that is But South Street, they're going to make awesome. Hey, they'll make it awesome. Yeah, Yeah. it'll be fun. It'll be great. They want fans to go to that thing? Is that what they're looking for you That's what
11: they're looking to do, yeah. I mean, like, the whole thing is about getting better fan engagement and turning it into more of an event, which is, like, everything. You know, it's, like, the same thing as the draft. That's the idea, is to make it more of a fan event. And that's why they've been been fighting to put more fans in the stands, because they want people to travel in from other places. And the other way you get people to travel in from other places is to put more events around the actual event. So how are you going to have
6: those conversations though, Albert? Sorry to cut you off. If all those, if these fans start coming out to these steakhouses mm-hmm. where all this work gets
11: done, these coaches and GMs might not feel as comfortable. Right? Well, that's why I get so pissed off, bowl. AJ. When yeah. people, yeah, get you out know what? That's why I get so pissed off when people like write about where these things <laughs> are happening. Because when people write about these things that are happening, Schreger. right? Like, it's like, oh, I saw so and so and so and so and so steakhouse X. Like then, those guys are going to stop going there. Shregs. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Sh-
0: Shrek's had a meeting at seven oh five p.m. with a GM mm-hmm. at Tony's brand <laughs> yeah. new steak place down here. He told us that on the air, and then he did follow up with a text. Like, shouldn't have said exactly where I was. <laughs> yeah. Probably
11: not. I guess there's people that are showing up out here. It's like, yeah, it's just-, just. I mean, that's the key. Do not say where these people are going because they will stop going there if you make it public. Especially if you've got every. Tom, Dick and Harry from across the Midwest driving (laughs) into
0: love. I haven't heard that in a long time. Go ahead, Todd.
11: (laughs) Albert, you mentioned your
5: relationship with Peter King. Do you ever like, do you have to communicate with him about what you guys are writing about? Especially if you worked under him, I'm assuming you have similar sources or some people that you are mutual acquaintances. Like, do you ever worry about like, Oh shit, we're going to end up writing the same stuff
11: on Monday. No, because I mean like we're sort of in direct competition with each other. And there's going to be times when it's like inevitable that that's going to happen. You know, like when, when something big happens in the league, whether it's a trade or, you know, even, like, during the season, like, you know, something wild happens in a game at 4 o'clock. Like, like I know it's my job to do it better than he's doing it that day. That's all, you know. And and we, like, we'll talk on the back end, you know, about stuff because, like, I have a full understanding now of, like, how hard it is to, to do what he's done. And I'm still astounded that he's still doing it into his 60s. Like, the ability to stay up all night on Sunday nights um, during the season and have a stamina to do that. Like, like for 25 years is fricking incredible. So we don't like, it's not like we plan anything out. Uh, but like on the back end, like if he has something good, I'll, I'll, I'll shoot him a text and say, good job on this. And um, you know, same, same, same thing. If I, if I do something that, that, that he likes. So I would say it's like more just, you know, acknowledging when somebody else did a good job on the back end, which I, like, I, I think it's a healthy competition because, you know, I want to rip his face off when we're in it and he wants to rip my face off when we're in it. But oh, we've shit. been able to maintain a good relationship, you know, regardless of all of that. Well, you he- Trying to rip his face off.
0: and you read it and you say, hey, PK, you still got the fastball.
11: That <laughs> yeah. sounds weird saying, hearing that from a reporter too, doesn't it? Yes. Probably. Yeah, because you guys are doing I this. I mean, I'm not actually ripping anybody's face off. We know.
0: Yeah, this is a problem with society today, though. A lot of people saying stuff and then it not being the same as what they meant. You know what I mean? Yeah,
11: hopefully i don't get canceled for that comment no well, pk
0: might show up and try to rip your yeah. actual face off that. what are you gonna do you're just gonna sit there and have to take it he's got know? old
11: man strength
0: so you're up all night huh? on sunday you're not sleeping that's a terrible night for you. like uh is it st- in the off yeah. season when do you well, during, thing during, No,
11: during the season no i mean the off season it's not like that but uh, but during the season that's sort of inevitable because like that column like it's eight, nine, 10,000 words. And I really go into Sunday with, without a lot of it done because all anybody wants to hear about on Monday morning is what's happened in the games. And so I've got to sort of adjust as I go and lean on my connections as I go. And so, you know, you get out of the one o'clock games and you think this is the big story. And it's like, okay, I'll start working on this. And then something crazier happens at four o'clock or something really wild happens at eight o'clock and you got to adjust. And so that's why, you know, pretty much every week you wind up staying up till four or five in the morning. And that's challenging, um, especially when you got young kids. But uh like I've sort of like taught myself like to go on like two or three hours sleep on Monday and then Catch like up. just kind of get myself through the day, get myself through the Monday night game. And then when I wake up Tuesday morning, I'm sort of reset
0: all the way back. I think I learned on home improvement. You can't make up for sleep loss the day before. Nope. Mm-hmm. Can't make it. There's no such thing as makeup. You might be more tired, but you ain't going back to a hundo, even though your whoops. Says it. No, you aren't. Um, I mean, I
11: go like I'll try. You try like I'll go for a run to try to like get the blood flowing, but nothing really. I mean, that'll even that might work for like an hour. And then you sit down, and it's like, oh, I'm still, Exhausted. you know, dog-ass tired. Yeah. So.
0: Eight to 9,000 words, you said? How many scrolls is that? Who's reading that,
11: too? Is too it- many scrolls. Well, you know what I try to do, though? Like, I know, no, I know like, not as many people are reading the whole thing. Okay. So you give... do know. Do you know that, though, that people are taking? No, I know that. Yeah. And, like, I try to give everybody something. Like, so, you know, especially during the season, I'm trying to hit every game. Like, I'm trying to have something on every game in there that's unique and different. And, like... And I know, like, and we know this from the numbers, and this goes back to when Peter was there and they studied the analytics on, 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 on how his column was consumed. Like, a lot of the times, it's like people will scroll down, they just want the notes, you know, if it's not, if the lead isn't about their team. Um, but the idea is to kind of, like, give an overarching view of the league and, like, a 30,000-foot view of the league, whether it's in-season or out-of-season. And so...
0: Yeah, you're a you national know, like this, local writer.
11: Uh-huh.
0: You're a national, local writer. You have to write about every fucking team in a local fashion.
11: A little bit, yeah. Like, you got to just understand what people care about, too. I'd say that's the biggest thing. Like, I'm trying to – like, so, like, this week I did – like, so sometimes, like, the stuff gets served up to you, and it's like, all right, this is the biggest story of the week. Like, I mentioned the, the Russell Wilson trade. Like, that was obvious. Like, that week, that's what that was going to be. Coming out of the draft, like, I picked the Eagles as I thought the most interesting team I led with the Eagles – There are other weeks where you just got to kind of like think of something like what's going to interest everybody so like this week i did carson wentz like so that was like sort of more i think this is sort of an interesting story because this is a guy who was a high draft pick has three fan bases that would have interest in this and it's a quarterback you know so like you sort of have to i guess with the big big parts of it like be like what's the most what's the highest percentage of people going to care about and then after that yeah you have to kind of have an idea of what like each fan base might want to read about. And you want to try to engage every one of them at least every few weeks because you don't want to like – like I don't want to like lose Jacksonville. You know what I mean? Because I didn't say something about them four weeks in a row. Oh, so that. that's sort of the way that you look at it or try to look at it.
0: Yeah, you, they, they were dressing up like clowns going to the games. Now <laughs> they beat that quarterback that you're talking about and, they, and knocked the Colts out of the playoffs. Sounds like Ron Rivera loves Carson Wentz. Follow-up, thank you for putting us in that. You know, our – Let's ride video was in there. That's why I read. That was
11: fantastic, by the way.
0: Thank you. We appreciate that. That's what we uh, do over here. Art. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> we do real art. I think I here. put
11: you guys in there a few times. I always check. I always check the feed when I'm doing that. Like the <laughs> best of the internet section.
6: Well, we appreciate that, man. Nice. Thank you so much. Go ahead, AJ. Albert, what's like your, your go-to or your fallback team or oh. a group of players you can write about if you don't have anything Cowboys? you know people,
11: Hey, this is always going to be good. Oh, uh, the Cowboys! Yeah, like the Cowboys, I would say I definitely. 101. They're the ones that move the needle. Is that no, all? Because like everybody, Jerry, Jerry why everybody is goes, I happened? mean, like, well, yeah, everybody why? bitches about it, right? Like everybody bitches about it. Like, why are you hammering the Cowboys? And then you know what happens? They turn on the TV, they click the store, click on the story, they click on the thing on social media that says Cowboys on it. Like it is. Humans are the worst.
0: Uh, <laughs> it's true. Humans it's true. We do it. I mean, we yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. We were actually told, <laughs> hey, you talk, bam, you know, I, I talk cowboys, the this. That's what we were told by somebody one time. It was like, well, we're not going to do that. And then when you talk about cowboys, you look at the numbers, it's like, well, there's a reason that there is a form that the Cowboys do numbers. And it's the Well, we go back to the beginning. You said the people that hate you the most seem to watch the most stuff. It feels like that is the Cowboys yeah. almost M.O. at this point.
11: Yeah. Like like they're co- like like they're clicking on the story so they can bitch in the back end about you having done the story. <laughs> <laughs> do you How know are what the I mean? comments? You read the comments? Oh, I haven't read. I haven't read comment now on, on Twitter. It's hard to avoid it. So I will admit this. Sometimes I'll scroll through the comments on Twitter. Off a story, like I don't think I've read the comments in like fifteen years. Smart, like, I stopped yeah. doing that a long Smart. time. Smart, you're so. a veteran in the game.
1: PK gave you the game. Go ahead, Connor. Sure. Yeah, a lot <laughs> he of people did. out of New England are saying uh, Patricia's the OC. <laughs> is that just something that you know is going to start that way, and then Judge will probably take the reins one week, or what are you hearing?
11: You know what's so interesting about this is like that. I think a lot of it, like. Is based on Bill wanting to create continuity back into the building. They've lost so many people the last five or six years, and so like for example, like Elliot Wolf is like their number two in personnel, right? Yes. And he got two GM interviews um, this off season. He's he's been the number two in three different places, and yet like this, you know, the, the scout Matt Groh, becomes the replacement for Dave Ziegler, and the same thing sort of happened on offense where. I think the reason why Bill didn't go for the obvious choice here and Bill O'Brien was that he was afraid if he brought Bill O'Brien back from Alabama, he would lose him in a year. Like if Bill O'Brien knocked it out of the park with Mac, then all right, like now we're going to lose him. We're going to be right back to square one. Is that the right way to do hiring? I would argue maybe not, but (laughs) like they are rebuilding the offense behind Matt Patricia, who's working with the offensive line and is the de facto for now run game coordinator. And Joe Judge, who's co- coaching the quarterbacks and is the de facto pass game coordinator. And I think those guys are being forthright when they say, like, a decision really hasn't been made on who's going to be the play caller. I wouldn't rule out Bill being the play caller either if he doesn't think oh, that yeah. things are where they need to be in August.
0: I would love that uh, meeting. Bring in Joe and Matt, sit them down.
11: I was hoping one of
0: you would pull away from the other person, but you both fucking stink just like <laughs> you did. <laughs> I'll call him, <laughs>
11: You. Or Pat, they could do Thunderdome in, in training camp. If hey,
0: close. we like good Thunderdome conversation. Yeah. How many camps will you travel to, Albert? Last
11: year, I think I did 25. Like that. Bus? Yeah. You're on a bus? RV? What are you doing? I do. I, so I, I like driving through the Midwest. Um, so yeah. like, you know, because like, like, there's a, obviously I went to school out there and everything else. So like, I'll, I'll usually fly into a Midwest city. Um, Either on the east side or the west side, so I may fly into Cleveland and then drive west, or fly into like Minneapolis and drive east. And so, like, I'll do a drive across the Midwest. Um, You know, I'll do LA because there are three teams there with the Cowboys there. Um, You know, and then generally I'll do something on the East Coast. So I drive as much as I I actually like driving. Like I don't, especially with the way airports are now. Like I would rather be able to like control my schedule that way. Where I can leave when I yeah. want to leave, and if somebody wants so, to meet with me later in the day, I can do that. I can accommodate them. Albert. So I actually like to drive as much of it as I can. But obviously what are airports a lot of like nowadays?
0: What are, huh? what are airports like
11: nowadays, Albert? God awful. <laughs>
0: yep. I haven't been in one. I in mean, a long I time. paid
11: I paid nine hundred bucks to fly to the owners' meetings in Atlanta from Boston uh last or a couple weeks ago. I mean, like and. The way that they're canceling flights now, too. You oh, guys been through this? Yeah. So bad. Yeah, yeah. It is so bad. So we went on vacation in March, right? And they have like every every day they got three flights from Boston to Palm Beach, and Whoa. so we buy the flights, whatever, a couple months ahead of time. Me and my What's wife and my that? three kids are flying down to Florida, and they canceled the other two flights. And just put us on like the 8 p.m., which you can't do with little kids, you know? Yeah, it's so impossible. now all of a sudden, this flight we booked two months in advance, so you got to fly through New York to get to, to Palm. So it's just all of this stuff is like, it's a disaster flying. Right Nowadays, now, like, yeah. absolute honestly. Disaster I thought
0: flying. you were mad about the mask, potentially. I thought
11: it was the mask. <laughs> oh, no no, 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 it's gone now, right? Yeah it's, done. yeah, it's done. How was your travel? I mean, you, it's, it's over with, now. Yeah, you don't need to wear a mask anymore. So we're good. We do it. Say it, Albert. We? What? You say it, not
0: me. I'm not saying three words. I said what? You kind of just said it. Just say it outright. Three words.
11: We don't have to wear a mask anymore? That's a lot that's of a words. Lot, that's that's too many words. That wasn't three.
0: What is that? I mean, eight to 9,000 words. You yeah. think you understand how to count? Three <laughs> words. Right. What you were just kind of implying towards right there. Mm-hmm. We, then the second word, if you don't lose, what do you do?
11: You... We're good now? Okay. I mean, was- yeah.
3: Yeah.
11: I'm not like. I, like honestly, like through the whole thing, I was more of a whatever you tell me to do, I'll do it. Like I don't like I somebody asked me a couple weeks ago, like, am I still wearing them on planes? And I said, no. And I'm like, but I don't really have like a strong opinion either way. Like whatever they tell me to do, I'll do.
0: Yeah, so what we wanted you to say was we beat COVID.
11: <laughs> because
0: it, it sounds like it sounds like that's what you were
11: What, uh, like USA won COVID yeah.
0: zero? I think yes. the world at this point, we should we should view this as a world fight because now not every yes. I guess country is all the way back and people will still pass away from this and that is a terrible thing, but that was a long fight. It was a long fight. It was, yeah. That that was a long fight, and I feel like since we're on the other side of it, nah, listen, I understand it's going to be around, and it did a lot of terror. It was terrible. It was the worst thing that I've ever experienced. I assume, I don't know if anybody will ever be able to, for the rest of my life, I have no idea if anything will be able to be comparable to what COVID. Shut down the whole world. No sports, no live nothing, the entire world. Are you talking about just in uh, Indiana or Pittsburgh? No, no, no. The entire fucking globe had nothing to do. There was nothing. Yeah, and happened. here
11: I am bitching about having to fly with a connection. Well,
0: well those are the ones. On and the other side of it, though, there's a lot of problems here. Supply chain, obviously working, and yeah. how everything goes. I mean, it, sh- it has rattled the entire world, but it feels like.
6: Go ahead. We're back. Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We all we'll take yeah. it. We will it. All right. But it doesn't. Like we beat COVID, so we should be celebrating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And if I see, if I hear about new regulations, protocols, I'm like, what do they know that we don't know? Because if we're getting back into this, I'd like to know because I'd like to not die. You know? That'd be something that'd be pretty cool. I'd like to continue to live, beat COVID throughout the last two years. Would like to continue
2: to do so, but...
0: It's great to hear that he, he you agree. We did beat Kelvin. Yeah, Go ahead, Connor. Uh, I actually Oh no, started. no,
2: sorry. Tom Diggs. Go ahead, pal. Yeah, Albert, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like you did a uh kind of a piece on Colbert uh after the last his final draft, and then I've seen you do some stuff on Omar Khan. Um do you think Deontay Johnson and Mika Fitzpatrick both get contracts before the season, or do you think one of them maybe? How do you feel? What's your read on Omar
11: Khan as a new GM? You know, I think Omar's gonna be somebody who will delegate and understands the big picture and like he's been involved in every facet of the organization like he's been you know working with with the owner um and at the ownership level on certain things um so i think he's got like a really solid understanding of the way that everything works and a solid understanding that like mike tomlin's got to be the guy out front which is like one of kevin colbert's biggest strengths it's gonna look different because omar isn't a scout the way that You know, Kevin came up as a scout, but that's why they hired Andy Weidel. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as like Minka and Deontay, I would be – Deontay probably not, just because I think the receiver market has gone crazy. I think they're going to try with Minka. It it feels to me like Minka is maybe a little bit more realistic because the safety – the price of safeties is still like in that 15-16 range where you have like Christian Kirk getting $18 a year – if you're Deontay Johnson, is a smart move for you to take a little bit less to stay in Pittsburgh or is it to try and have a great year and then take your chances in free agency next year? Like My guess would be the equation for Deontay Johnson might be a little bit different than it is for Minka.
0: Albert, we appreciate you joining us, man. What do you think pops next? Contract news? Do you think a trade maybe? What's going on with Jimmy G, Baker, all that stuff? Do you think any of that happens anytime soon?
11: I think... Well, so I think Deshaun's going to happen in July. Okay, that's I a think,
0: punishment? That's a punishment happening in July? I think
11: the punishment happens in July because the okay. discovery deadline is June 30th. That's the big one that the, the NFL is waiting for. Okay. I think the punishment happened. I think the, the, the sanctions come in July. And then I would say once we get past next week, yeah. you're going to hear more about Baker and you're going to hear more about Jimmy. The Browns have been willing to take on like a pretty big portion of Baker's salary. Like My understanding is they're willing – They've already you know, like offered to take on 9 or $10 million of his money. So the question is going to be, are they willing to go a little further than that? And then with Jimmy, it's just about getting him to the point where he can throw again. And so if he can demonstrate he can throw at the end of the month, which is sort of the target, then I think the dynamic could change with him a little bit too.
0: And people, same teams are interested in both of those guys?
11: Yeah, I mean, Carolina is the one that I think, Carolina's like sort of the approach they've taken here is we want to get a look at Sam Darnold, Ben and McAdoo's offense. We want to get a look at Matt Corral, how he comes along coming from a simplistic college offense. And then we're going to reassess after we're done with the offseason program. So that's why I'm saying like in about a week and a half, Carolina, Seattle, like those teams, I think are going to have probably a better overall idea of where they are at quarterback. And that's when I think the talk's, You know, resume between whether it's San Francisco and Carolina, Cleveland and Carolina, you know, Seattle and San Francisco, whatever it is, like the combination of those teams, like I think some of those talks probably get rekindled at the end of next week.
0: Hour two done.
11: Ooh. Oh, got it.
0: <sighs> Unreal. We had a hard out at fifty-two zero zero. Not your fault. My fault. Asked <laughs> you a question leading into it because I got lost in the conversation. As soon as you got done, it was 51-59. Yeah. Hour two, done. Boom. We sent it to break. That's called hosting. Sorry about it. Oh yeah. Sorry wow. about it, Albert.
11: Wow. I'm sorry. Did I did I blow the clock there? No, no, no I no, did no, by no. asking you a question
0: okay. with 40 seconds left to a hard out. That's bad hosting. <laughs> Good hosting. Get back. Throw a pick. Throw a touchdown on
11: the other side. I've been told. I've been told I can be a little. I I could probably be a little more concise with my words too. No, so, uh, you no. you've given us great answers. Yeah. We appreciate that. that. Like,
0: don't you? This is 100% my fault. But the reason why I chimed in there, like I was uh, throwing up on your answer, was because we had half a second. So <laughs> was uh, but we appreciate all your information. Information here you've given us answers that we haven't been able to find the july deshaun watson uh punishment from the nfl big news right mm-hmm. there about two weeks from the baker jimmy conversation because of the week and a half post uh the mandatory minicamps and offseason things for teams to evaluate their quarterbacks great piece of information there i appreciate the hell out of you
11: all right well i appreciate you pat thanks for having me on
0: mass hole that went to ohio state i could not even fathom <laughs> hell of a
11: combo <laughs> is it
1: uh,
3: probably.
11: you know what my fun fact was my fun fact was that a- the books behind AJ are fake like I think you told me that in the oh, fall what? No. what
3: whoa, whoa. there's one real book
0: bad maybe bad. you do get a little bit too long winded <laughs> <Yeah, geez. laughs> no, I'm joking uh, we appreciate the hell out of you man hopefully you'll come back on again
11: alright thanks guys I appreciate it
0: ladies real. and gentlemen Monday morning quarterback author <laughs> from Sports Illustrated Albert Brewer
3: yeah Albert! <laughs>
0: All right, joining us now, a man who has run a company from a couple million dollars up to a $5 billion valuation, an absolute stud of a businessman, international relations, so much so that this weekend, UFC 275 is actually hosting its first ever pay-per-view in Southeast Asia, Singapore. They've been there four times before. This will make the fifth. It'll be the biggest the baddest with a light heavyweight championship on the line as the marquee fight, ladies and gentlemen, the president of the UFC, Dana White. Yeah, Yeah, Dana! Dana, what's up?
10: How are you, guys? Good to see you.
0: Hey, I don't want to dive right into UFC 275. Congrats on having your first ever uh, pay-per-view in Southeast Asia. That's awesome. Fuck you. I appreciate it. Hey, we'll talk about... You know, we have... have,
10: I got to tell you this. We have one of the best intern programs in in all of sports. And uh, we got like 48 interns here now uh, for the summer. And yesterday, I, I host them all like, you know, after they've been here for like a week and whatever. And one of the big topics of discussion yesterday at the intern meeting was you and what you've created and what you've built and, oh, uh, nice. you know, h- how all these kids look up to you. And, uh, you know, it was, it was pretty cool to hear. So congratulations to you. I thought I'd share that with
0: you. Dana, thank you for that. That's awesome. What did you say? Uh, guy wears tank top, a little bit of a clown. Let's, uh, let's say us would a little bit more professional. <laughs> no, I appreciate that so much, though. Thank you. There. Tell all your interns, too, like, nothing but love. And hopefully they take advantage of the opportunity to be in the UFC, okay? That's a huge... Your company, there's only a few companies, I think, that are really, you know, founders are basically still around, some bad motherfuckers going in there. Uh, that's awesome, and tell them all thank you. I would like to ask for your thought here, though, because you've got a big fucking brain. PGA Tour, have you kept up with this at all? Do you know what's going on with this? What is it? Okay, so the PGA Tour, since the beginning of time, I guess they've never paid any of their uh, golfers. They the Golfers had to pay their own travel, their own hotel. There's no deals. You basically just get made whatever you earn in winning, and I guess... Uh, The average is like a million bucks for the top, like 60 golfers and everything like that. This Live Tour has come in, backed by Saudi Arabia, and they're paying guys $125 million, $200 million. Phil Mickelson was offered to come golf on their tour. They're going to... Kevin Nas, Sergio Garcia, there's like four or five names that are big names with a lot of guaranteed money that PGA Tour doesn't have. And the uh, majors here in America are allowing those golfers to come back and golf in the majors as well, which is basically the only thing that matters in golf legacy for the top guys. Do you think there's a way that the PGA Tour can keep up here? And in your business, there's... There's companies that pop up all the time. There's one, there's Bellator. Mm -hmm. There's been numerous ones that pop up. Do you keep an eye on that? And how do you combat against it? How do you, how do you combat against it? Is the PGA tour completely like panicked right now? You think with
10: this? Yeah, no, it's fascinating. I mean, everybody's making a move right now to get into sports. I mean, sports, sports business has been growing since the eighties, since I first uh, started diving into it and looking into, you know, getting involved in the sports world. Um, from uh, pay of the athletes to sponsorship to television rights, the list goes on and on. How the numbers just keep going through the roof. I mean, I was just looking yesterday in two thousand one. You know, the, the the Broncos sold yesterday. I heard for like four and a half billion. Yeah. And I was looking at like the Boston Celtics sold for three hundred eighty six million back in two thousand one. I mean, now every one of these teams are worth a minimum of $2 billion. Um, you know, th- there's a ton of money in sports sport. We, we learned through the pandemic how important live sports really are to us and yeah. and, and, and what it means to us as a society. And, uh, and, and there's no doubt. If you look at what we're doing over in the middle East, uh, I've been waiting to announce this big announcement that, uh, you know, uh, for like a year, but, but something that we're doing uh, that's going on in the middle East with Abu Dhabi, um, yeah, the Middle East is... Are you announcing a, that right now? Are you about to make that out? they got a shitload of money. <laughs> and, you know, they, they want to be involved in and in, in, in a lot of these major sports, too. I know that, uh, you know, the, I think the NBA did a deal with Abu Dhabi where they're building basketball courts all over Africa and, you know, all kinds of crazy shit's going on. The sports business just keeps going like this. The PGA is going to have competitors, you know, and... Um, everybody's going to have competitors, but it's good. It's good for the marketplace. It's good for everybody. Dana, does a new league like this ever have, like how do they ever
6: show any profit if they're paying Phil Mick 200 mil, another guy 125 <laughs> mil? Do they ever have to turn a profit?
10: Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. It's, it's like boxing. They got any of these boxing guys that put on these, these fights where you hear that this guy's making 40 mil, this guy's making, do you think those guys are making money? They're not making money. They're they're all hurting. That's why the sport's dying. It's it's it's. Some people are going to go out and they're going to build real businesses, and and and, and other guys are going to be a flash in the pan or pay to play. Some you know, obviously Saudi Arabia wants to pay to play. They want to be involved. They want they're they're looking to tourism now. These guys want to start bringing people out. Uh, you know, I think I think they just put put. I, I can't remember what the number is. It's billions and billions of dollars into infrastructure for tourism over there. How do you get people to show up and come out, and put on unbelievable golf tournaments with, 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 uh, with big name players and, and put on big sporting events and concerts and shit like that? Dana,
0: you've gotten to meet more people than we ever will, especially in positions of power when you're doing Yas Island and Singapore. I'm sure you're having to meet people and let them know what you're looking to do and what you're thinking about doing. How much of it weighs on you about what they're trying to become versus what they maybe were as a country, you know, because that's the big thats the big conversation. Everybody's like, now granted, the people that are tweeting that they hate that somebody's getting into business with Saudi Arabia is tweeting from a phone that was probably created through some sort of illegal labor that was happening while wearing Nikes and wearing clothes, like you know, so it's a whole there's a mess of contradiction that happens in a lot of things, but there is a just I think like saying, hey, there was some fucked up shit that potentially happened there. How much of that do you get to know about here about, and how much of that is in the conversation of these countries being like, hey, we're trying to advance where
10: we are and what we are. When you're a global business like we are, people are going to do mean shit to each other all over the world, okay? (laughs) And if you're going to boycott and run every time somebody does something mean to each other, you won't have a business, okay? Um, We have all different types of nationalities, religions, um, you know, people from all over the world. There's I, we, we have different groups of people who have been battling with each other for a thousand years. It just it's the way that the world works. Uh, I, I don't get caught up in all that bullshit. And uh, you know we, we, we run a global business. Not everybody. The world is a very imperfect place. Everybody get used to it. Hold on. We wish it wasn't though, right? We all <laughs> wish it wasn't. Uh-huh. We
0: all wish it was a perfect world, but that's just not reality. That's just not. And sometimes it's, that gets forgotten person- about. Taking-
10: thing From reality. And, and, and you know, um, yeah, you, the, the world is never going to be a perfect place. Um, we're all doing the best we can do and trying to make the most of it. You know, um, you, you, you can't run and fucking boycott every everything that happened. I mean, every fucking day something happens and something's going on. And if you're you're that guy running around trying to save the fucking world. Keep tweeting. job.
0: <laughs> yeah, keep tweeting. Uh, I think you almost got canceled for that macaroni milkshake. Oh, yeah, I should
10: have been canceled
0: for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how cool is it, though, that you do have a sport that the globe loves? Because I think a lot of things that happen can help bring the globe together, and that never gets talked about. All that ever gets talked about is like, oh, I can't do that because of these people, these people. It's like, what about their citizens, though, sharing a common bond with people on the other side of the fucking world? Like, that's a pretty cool thing to realize, I think. And when you go Singapore, Southeast Asia, how long's that flight?
10: Yeah, it's like twenty-three hours. Jesus,
0: twenty-three hours, opposite side of the globe. I assume it operates in a much different fashion than here. But there will be a packed-out arena there of people watching the same things that we're watching on ESPN Plus, and it's like a common bond. Like that's
10: a cool, that's a cool power that you have. I think one of the things that I try to do. Listen, we all have our own political views and whatever they might be personally. I try to keep all that shit out of it. um, You know, in the live event, even during COVID, when we decided to go through COVID, and 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 did it. You never heard me talking about COVID during the event. You could turn on every other channel on TV and hear about COVID and all the other bullshit that was going on during that. Sports are are an escape where we all come together, you know, as a fan of one side or the other, and and we root and we we enjoy this, um, you know, this time that we have while we're watching a sporting event, and it takes us away from all the shit that's going on in our life, and we tried to do the best job we could through COVID and every other time, you know, when, when we're, if, if some horrible tragedy happens, you know, we address it at the beginning of the show, and, you know, and, and, and give our thoughts and prayers to people. And then we move right into the show and let you escape from all the bullshit that's going on in your life.
0: It's, a, it's called a celebration of sport you know and somehow that got like forgotten about in this whole world it's like sports became an avenue for you know all these other th- which by the way very important to the world very serious to the world but also like not everybody wants to hear what other like just this the
10: getaway is being forgotten You can about. hear that on every, every other channel. fucking channel <laughs> on TV you don't need to hear it during sports it's, it's just my personal opinion so you know, let well, all these the other guys knock themselves and do whatever the hell you want, sir. you know. But that, that that's never going to happen in the UFC while I'm here. Go ahead, AJ.
6: Dana, what about this weekend? UFC 275. There's a lot of great fights on the card, but can you describe to, to people what this ProHaska guy may, is like? I know he's fighting Glover
10: Teixeira, which is absolute
6: legend champ in the game. But what is this fight going to be like?
10: Yeah, no, it, it, it's a great fight. Obviously... I, you know, I don't know if you guys have heard, but there's been a, a, a lot of talk about uh, you know Glover taking him down and and, and Yuri not being able to um, you know get back on his feet and, and go to the ground with him. Uh, we disagree. This guy's got a 96% finish rate. Oh, um, damn. He's an absolute savage stud. It though. should be an incredible fight. Uh, Valentina Shevchenko, one of the greatest female fighters of all time, is taking on Santos. I don't, if you guys watch the feature for this fight, it's it's a very, very good fight. And Santos is actually a great opponent for, for the, the, the incredible Valentina Shevchenko. And Weili Zhang versus Joanne on Jacek. Probably the greatest female fight of all time. And this is the rematch.
0: Hey, what's that arena going to be like? Is it an arena, stadium? How'd you go about picking? Yeah, and,
10: and it's sold out. I mean, we, we sold this thing out. Oh, yeah. So uh, it's it's going to be interesting. I don't know. You know, the Asian fans are usually a lot quieter, uh, than the Americans or the the British, but, uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun.
0: Why is that you think? You think they're, uh, judging and analyzing it as like something they want to break down or why do you think that is?
10: I don't know. It's interesting because I, I, I've actually gone to a couple of pride events where these guys would have, you know, 65,000 to 100,000 people inside the Superdome and, uh, and, and you could hear a pin drop. You could literally corner a guy fr- from up in the nosebleeds. It was so quiet in there.
0: It'll be like the apex um, or whatever. The that apex. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
10: it's hey, a different type of fan.
0: Hey, those f- those elbows to the face there. Oh. The first that first apex where whatever you what you do, you just build an arena in a, next to your offices basically. Is that what happened? Yeah, there? we
10: we bought the building next door and turned it into an arena.
0: We ain't ever dealing with another fucking pandemic again. We need an arena right over there that we own, that's on our grounds, that we can have a fight. I respect that uh, so much. Whenever you think about being in Singapore for the fifth time, is there anywhere you haven't been where you're looking to go? Is the, Do those conversations happen all year, all year round? Is it like things just pop up and it's like, oh, yeah, we should do that. Is there anything you're thinking of? We're going to Paris, France.
10: We. Oui. For the first time this year. We. Oui, yeah. oui. You guys should do a live show from Paris, France, from oui. the UFC. All right, when is it? When is it? When is it? September 3rd. Huh?
0: September 3rd. September 3rd. I mean, that's going to be tough. Right in the middle of fucking football season, Dana? <laughs> right before, before <laughs> the first week, right? Is that what you did? September 8th. It? Is that the opening weekend? When is it? That...
1: September 8th is the Thursday. That's Labor weekend. Day. Oh,
0: that's the cut down weekends. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, we're fucking in. Okay, will you give us a good spot?
10: Let's do it. Okay! <laughs> oh. You've been waiting a year Let's to make Let's do it. Sp- do a live event from Paris, France. We'll set it up. I'll even kick in some money to help you guys with the... Uh, to get out there. Now we're talking... Hell oh, yeah! Okay. Now we oui, go! Oui. Je
3: m'appelle pas! Two <laughs> the, four, the
10: 487 million you already got isn't enough. I'll you <laughs> <get laughs> some more money and uh, help, 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 help you guys fly over there. Uh,
0: a wise pellet named Wheezy F Baby said, Too much money? Ain't enough money, okay? So we will True. try to save everything we possibly can. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, go ahead, Ty
5: Schmidt. Dana, like Pat mentioned, you guys have basically at this point been damn near everywhere in the world. But when you do go to these like new international markets, does it take more time matchmaking, putting that card together? Like, do you feel a little bit more pressure because it's like, I mean, people are already watching, but it's like, oh, we need this live event to be fucking insane.
10: No, that's a great question, but no, I mean, a- a- every week we we uh, we're very focused and and and. Um, aware of matchmaking. It's all about the matchmaking. It, 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 it's, it's what keeps this business going like this. It's, it's the ability to go out and find the best talent in the world and put on the best fights uh, that you could possibly make. So so every week we worry about that, not just when we go into new territories. Hey, big names being lingered,
0: uh, rumored, you know. Big names. Hey, guy from Ohio. Mm-hmm. Stipe, huh? Mm-hmm. Stipe. And then who's that other guy? Oh, John, John Jones. Jones. Hey, the, the internet is cooking right now, Dana. That's good news for your business. Good news for you. Should we snoop around in that anymore, or what do you think?
10: Yeah, obviously Francis and Gagne, you know, had to have knee surgery. So uh, the thing that possibly makes sense, depending on how fast he's going to be back, would be Stipe uh, versus John Jones in the heavyweight division, and the winner fights him.
4: Oh, When's shit. that?
1: Paris? We're working on <laughs> it. We're working <laughs> on it. <laughs> what hey,
0: what's that gonna take? Is that business with you and John Jones? A business good? Not a problem there? What what Yeah, be? I mean,
10: if, if you got a big fight like that, it's either Vegas or Madison Square Garden.
0: Oh, okay. Let's
10: hey,
1: We're
0: are lowest. we gonna be able to set up outside of that one? Yeah. 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 Kick yeah. in some money for
3: us to come. <laughs> uh,
1: that'd be awesome. Yeah. Go ahead, Connor. Yeah, Dana, do you ever see the baddest motherfucker belt being put up again? Because that whole entire, you know, promotion for that was unbelievable.
10: Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, I don't know. It, it, possibly, yes.
0: Oh, oh, OK. Is there certain people that you would put into a baddest motherfucker division? And it's like, OK, here we go. This is what we do. Or how would that work? Out?
10: Well, you know, it's interesting. He asked that question. It's crazy how many of the guys actually want that belt. So, um, yeah, it's something to think about. I haven't thought about it, but it's something to think about. Yet. Well,
0: I'm happy we could drop that into your world. John Tone, yeah, here we, Stipe, go. Here we go. Paris. I mean, add things into your world. That's awesome. Last question here. Dana, we can't thank you enough. Go ahead, Tom.
2: Dana, not so much a question. I just heard a clip of you the other day talking about your goal when you go into a casino. And then I heard Pat talking about it the other day as well. And I didn't know if you knew, but you two have the same mindset. You said you go in there. You put you're put hundred. not there for drinks. You're not there for anything else. You put $150,000 down on a hand. And if you win that hand, you could be... You won one hundred fifty thousand dollars. That's the goal. And Pat always tells us, "Hey, you can leave this place as a winner. You're allowed to walk away with chips.
10: People forget. Hundred percent. It's, yeah. It's, 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 it, because the problem is, is everybody wherever you're from, you're going to Vegas with your buddies, and you literally take an amount of money that you're willing to lose, whether it's a thousand, fifteen, hundred, two thousand. You get to the casino, you sit down at the table with your buddies, you start drinking, talking. Nobody's paying attention. You're not playing the right way. You lose two grand. Oh well, we're going to a show. We're going out. We're going to the club. I go in to win. If you go in with a hundred dollars and you win a hundred dollars, you just doubled your money. You can get up and leave, but nobody does it.
0: Yeah, it's uh, you're you're the guy at blackjack too, huh? You're the guy. I do okay.
6: <laughs> you count cards. What's the trick? Why yeah. you get booted, Dana? You count cards. What are you doing?
10: The trick is the trick is to get up and leave when you're winning. There, there's a whole system to it. I negotiate a deal before I go in. and and play. And let me tell you what, I'm going to tell everybody right now. If you're a real player and you play big money and you're really there to play, don't play in any casino in this town except for Caesars Palace. Caesars Palace is the only place that can really handle big play, treats you right, takes care of their customers and does everything the right way. And if you guys really want to do it, you guys should come out here one of these times. I'll take you to Caesars with me and, and... Okay. I'll show you some
3: shit. Deal. All right. I'll yeah. kick in okay. some money for that. All right, how much
10: am I bringing? Hundred fifty? Is that the number? Well, well, hey, you got big dough, man. You bring whatever you want. I'll help negotiate your deal over at Caesars. Well, you're gonna—I'll do whatever you're doing. All right, deal. All right, that's awesome. We can't thank
0: you enough. Good luck with two seventy-five this weekend—the first pay-per-view in Southeast Asia. You're the absolute man. We'll see you soon. Tell those interns we said what's up. Will do. Take care, boys.
10: Have a great weekend,
0: ladies and gentlemen. Dana White. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Got it. got it, got it When you're talking about something that serious They'll have to be fucking stop yeah, I can't wait to see the first Let's Ride video mm-hmm.
0: I wonder if they're going to put them all over each other um, The you on top of each other? Yeah, no? like an echo effect What if it is and they get a little, yeah. Put a little mm. auto tune on it. Uh huh. Like the
2: Matrix,
1: like Broncos, Broncos,
0: Broncos, Broncos country, country,
6: country. country, country. What,
1: who's, what music? DJ. Yes. Uh, Let's rock, rock,
6: rock, 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 rock.
0: And it's him. Yeah, he is. Yeah, that'd be awesome.
6: That'd be amazing. Let's do that. Are he in future? Is Russ and future tight? I don't think so Alright let's
0: move on Definitely not I'm not 100% sure Maybe right, Maybe matter. we don't know We don't know Well yeah. actually
1: we do Because uh, Russell and Sierra Were at a party And they didn't know Future was there And they had to And they left oh, me. I no. believe. That was
0: They got kids song. man no, They probably had a- to let The babysitter go Yeah they probably got food poisoning Yeah Ooh. Probably felt a little sick. Something. Mm-hmm. Maybe some people weren't wearing their masks. I think it was the That's only time we've seen in them in
1: public where they weren't like holding hands and lovey dovey. Actually, what? Uh, what? Yeah. What's this? This sounds wow, like a you bunch really of broke bullshit. this down. No, this sound this this happened over the summer. See, they yeah. were at like a charity event or something, and Future was like a surprise performer, and they were unaware, and they left immediately. I thought it was the, the Met- Super Bowl.
2: Met- Sierra still uh, is feelings for Future.
1: I don't know about that. I, I no. Don't think no. What, are loves what are you doing? What are you doing? What uh, are you doing? That's future. what
2: Connor said.
1: That's not what, what? Listen, none of us know she
0: it. She
2: wasn't holding Russell's hey. hand.
5: No, Russ no, just no, stood no, up not. and said, hey, Sierra, less raw. Less <laughs> raw. <laughs> <laughs> wait, what did he say?
1: Thank you. <laughs> hey, Sierra, less raw. A <laughs> little bit more. Mm-hmm.
6: Does it change? if he's what, is he, yeah. what if he's really upset? How does he say No,
0: that? yeah, Future just showed up. What does he say? Hey, Sierra, less raw. Uh, let's say he's pumped. Let's say somebody he loves.
6: Shows- hey, Sierra, Les us Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, what if they're going to the Vcon?
5: Yeah,
0: that's excitement. Hey, Sierra, Les us Okay, yeah. Sound like there was enough excitement. Nah, in
5: I mean Gary V. I, I just can't do it. What?
0: what? Have you read AJ Hawk's Wikipedia? I have. He one day uh, dreams oh, yeah, of working. Yeah. <laughs> he one day dream of working for yeah. Gary V. Anyways. None of you deserve to work for Gary V, except
5: for
1: me
0: and Foxy, maybe.
1: Thank you. Me and Foxy.
0: How much would, mean, would you Gary pay Gary? to work
5: for Gary Vee?
0: Well, wow. getting closer to the son, get a chance to pay a lot of money yeah, for the yeah. Blackjack
1: hand with Dana White.
0: Bingo. Yes. There you go. Hey, that's going to happen. Did you hear that? That's pretty sweet. How much am I losing at $250,000? Like no, sounds like? oh, you're
5: walking away. Yeah. Remember, you, you got to get a marker. One
0: hand, win, leave. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that's what you hope happens. When a five-card 21 pops <laughs> up to, on that hand, that's going to be a heartbreaker. Yeah. Like I'm out. guessing Dana
6: plays one-on-one with the dealer like Jordan. He didn't, want he didn't want some slappy sitting at third base hitting on 18.
1: Wow. True. Like Julio Jones. I had a little uh,
0: blackjack happening in my house for uh, my birthday or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. There were some terrible decisions being made around yeah, that table. Was. Sometimes. But it works and that's the out. Problem. And then they win. Mm-hmm.
6: Look at me. Look, I'm smart. I won. Bingo. Yeah. yeah. Guess that's who's going right. to snake bit.
0: But guess what? Yeah, Ty's going to lose. But the, uh, <laughs> 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 that just kind of just, <laughs> continues K-2 to be K-2 a trend. Yeah. Huh? yeah.
6: Pat, kidding. did Coach JB kill two owls? <laughs> 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 I don't know. What? I haven't kept
0: up with the owl story. What's going on?
6: There were some owls attacking his dogs last night, and he what? told them, like, you guys come down here. I'm going to get you. Are they, what? What they do? Hoot back? I don't know if they came down. I bet he hit him with a baseball bat if they got near his dog. J.B.'s got good baseball bat swing.
7: Mm-hmm. He does.
0: He yeah. can shoot a basketball. He can throw a football. He used to be all-city yep. quarterback. Yeah, that's and right. With that bat, they said he owl hunts. We expect. That could expect. have been
2: the blow poke. Kill what? his motherfucking owls. The fire? Yeah. We expect. Who expect? Yeah.
0: What? Is coach jb speech. motivational yeah. speech oh, you here, know what's cool here in, in our, in uh, in in here in our in la was hearing jb breakdown quarterback play
6: what's that pal i, I liked standing there when jb got into like the technical aspects of qb play like footwork and so like he knows the stuff like the the individual coaching all the tiny things that make me a terrible coach are what make jb a great coach
0: yeah his delivery is just something that some people who do the hiring will never be able to keep up with yeah, mm-hmm. But I do believe JB does love the football and know the football. Oh, yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah.
0: He
6: is very passionate about football, which is cool to see. Loves the football. I mean, Coach Juco, you got to be. Like old wayne Old Wayne Gretzky loves hockey. You can I can tell that from watching Biz and them on, on their show. He
0: loves Edmonton, I think, a lot, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Biz last night with the announcement of the starters. <laughs> yeah. Fuck for, oh, for the oil, oil, kings. oil Kings or whatever. Legendary. That haircut, Biz is doing it right now. It is awesome to see. He's awesome He is, he's fantastic He's good for hockey As is Wayno talking Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely It's good to have Wayno up there I didn't know he was Is he from Edmonton?
7: No, that's just where he played And had a majority of his success
0: Okay, yeah Because they got a, a lot of Gretzky records there at Edmonton oh, yeah. Those people are probably losing their mind That fucking old Waynos oh, just oh, yeah. sitting up in a concourse Right, of those, mm-hmm. in that arena?
1: Out.
7: Oh yeah, they love it Like he's a national hero, obviously He's everything That's awesome
0: can't wait for Posternock to be a Pittsburgh Penguin. Oh. Hey, I, I watched that game.
6: So. Those guys are so good and so damn fast. fast. And skilled. It's unbelievable watching them play.
0: So fast. That's the thing. Like, you look at these teams that are left playing right now. Well, see Edmonton. See it's <laughs> yeah.
2: oh,
6: pretty quick and
0: easy come, easy go there. <laughs> Mike Smith, hell of a run. Hey, you're Mike.
2: wrong, Mike. It was
7: entertaining, though.
0: Hell yeah, it was. He was standing on his yeah. head, like, actually, and letting up goals. Uh-huh. <laughs> the, um,
7: <laughs> hell of a run, Mike. Hey, good
0: uh, job, Mike. Thank, you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. The speed is the difference between the teams that make it and yeah. the teams that don't. It yeah. is very obvious. Like, they are much faster. That Colorado team yeah. flies. Now, yeah. I'm not saying that Tampa doesn't and the New York doesn't. But the teams that make it are the teams that fly as opposed to, you know, maybe the Pens are going to have to pick up Boston Hawk right wing or out of road, Boston chance. Bruins. Ruffer yes. pretty much confirmed it. Yeah, in- NHL Insider for the NHL Network told us Pasta not going to Pittsburgh. Bengals. I don't know.
1: Rupper also said, you know, last week like I mentioned Krejci, but I really wish I could care more about this. But you know, the Celtics are in the finals. I really, you know, I worry about hockey next hockey season. During
6: that's February.
0: why Pasta's is coming. Hockey time. Yeah. No, 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 that's not why.
6: That's just how Denver? it works. Today's show is bro- what Denver? University of University of Denver, I believe, won the national title, and now the Abs just swept them to go to the Stanley Cup. Uh. So I guess Evie is pretty upset. Detroit is not hockey time.
0: Uh. Well, everyone wants to be Detroit. Everyone wants to be hockey. Never, ever, 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 (laughs) ever, ever, ever ever, 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 ever. Has that been said? Yes.
5: No. You're the no, no, first no, person no, 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 no. on, on to earth show, to ever say bro. that sentence.
0: Hey, we never of- get to do this, actually. Most words and phrases and sentences have been concocted at some Correct. point by a human in the history of language. First time, ever. First time that's ever been no. said. Yeah, every it's day. Way day to go. This wow. no, guy broke a record. To to
10: From the rooftops,
0: I want to be Detroit. That's what you guys are saying every Nobody's hockey ever. talk. We never. do. No. And you know what? Little Caesar's
7: pizza stinks. Yeah. 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 Well, Says so Rocky Mortgage. Say
0: it does. <laughs> I love Hot and
7: Ready's. Right. No, uh, little you know, Caesars used to be. it's so good. Hot yeah. And
0: I cannot slander Little Caesars. I'm going to say that $5 takeaway thing or whatever yes. it was. Pizza, pizza. It's dog shit. It's pepperoni. Do you put. It's pretty good. College, $5 oh, of that pizza. You uh, eat that $5 bill, dressing? it would oh, taste oh, yeah. better. No, no, no. Agree. Well, $5 bill is only this big. The pizza was fucking dollars good You get crazy bread for $1.99, too. Ranch dressing on everything. Oh, anyways, now that I'm adult, Little Caesars did kind of taste like cardboard. Oh, yeah, it's ass. Yeah, Had yeah, one time. Hungry Howies
2: is way better than Little
3: Caesars. Hungry Howies is
0: great. Domino's yeah. is great. Domino's also from Michigan. We're we're pizza
3: time too, I guess. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Shut your mouth, Italians. Here, mom,
1: mom's spaghetti though. Well, actually, yeah, that's mom a fucking spaghetti.
3: restaurant.
0: He's yeah. nervous. But on the surface, he looks calm and ready to drop bombs. But he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down. The whole crowd goes so loud. He opens his mouth, but the words won't come out. He's choking, He's choking, out. Everybody's choking, choking out. Everybody's choking out. Choking yeah. out. The time's up yeah. over. Plow. Step back to reality, oh. AJ. Jesus. Come on. Let's get back to the show. Office still buried there? Well, turns out maybe MetLife
5: Stadium or something. Yeah, oh. in the
1: end zone. Not Detroit. Yeah, I'm not hurt. <laughs> Detroit sucks.
2: We well, all think, know that.
4: What did, I didn't even hear what Tony said. Is John Wayne Gacy
2: still alive? Jimmy
0: he does not live in Detroit, I don't think. John Wayne Gacy. That's Waterloo. Yeah, yeah, is no, your guy still alive? No, no he's dead.
2: Waterloo.
5: He's deader than shit. Thank is you he? Him? Yeah. He di- died in jail? I believe so, yeah. yeah. COVID <laughs> get him or before? Uh, I think some guard just shot him in the back of the head.
2: <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. Penalty. Sounds like a classic bait and switch, and he's actually out there. Well, like well, Waxy's well. guy. Yeah. Oh.
1: Major. Who? You. <sighs> Who
6: else is out there? Listen yeah, to that. I know. Innocence, Who's still
1: out there? You know.
0: I don't know. It's hard. What happened to that lady and that dude that were running shit and they had an island and everything? And the one guy committed suicide. Lady in the the tram? Well, the other lady.
1: That's like what that documentary gets into. Which documentary? Where the end, about, I think it was about Ghislaine. It might have been Epstein. And at the end, they they reveal how they knew each other and Ghislaine's father. And that entire thing kind of. He fell off a boat. Sheds a completely different light on She fell off a boat? He did. He died. He fell off his
6: yacht. They think he, you know, there might be some foul play. Epstein? (laughs) No, no, no. no her dad, dad
1: remember? Died. And then they casually dropped at the end. Oh, well, he's a secret agent. That he was yeah. a secret agent.
2: For
0: yeah, they're <laughs> yeah, they're all
1: allegedly, spies. Yeah, they're
6: all spies. allegedly. It's
1: all spies trying to garner blackmail on the
0: rest yeah. of
6: the
1: world. And that's what that little black book is
0: about. And they're alive for sure. They just put plastic surgery on the face and they're yep. off and setting right them back else. out. He was just trending on Saturday. Oh yeah, probably because he got a new plastic surgery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's. Why does that stuff happen? You think in our world mm-hmm. where. It's I mean, hard not to believe what we just wait, said. Wait, which so stuff? It's, well, it's probably misinformation we just said, and people will tell us is that, but it's hard not to believe some stuff after what other stuff does happen. Well, even but Elon.
6: They, Elon's asking, like, hey, where's all the
1: info? You know what's going on yeah. here? Those guards are in prison now. No. We were supposed to be on duty. They got, sure you know, I think the they, they got a well, deal. Yeah, they they guard, get they're
0: prison, prison guards. Of course not. They're they five.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I think <laughs> they got charged. <laughs> <laughs> that good. Uh, that's good, that as good. That's
0: pretty good yeah, That's good Because I saw them in jail In my head Full yeah. of duty I'm like well I guess Everybody in there is in jail
6: I used to watch Locked Up a lot You ever watch that? That was good I've been seeing on YouTube Pops up a little bit for me Like um, They put people in That are almost oh, yeah. like Undercover people And they go into these Open pod not jails, undercover. And they people go under the stairs and get beat up and stuff yeah it's not it's not undercover people it's just humans they're just doing it
0: as like a social experiment in the jails i forget the name of it. 60 days maybe yeah so. 60 days in the I, I went on quite a bender of this as yeah. well there were some idiots in there that like you you are <laughs> acting wrong right now you are yeah. in a bad spot i would never do that the jail but, knows though right like everyone yes. knows not everyone
6: have... no just the oh. warden the guards oh. don't even know guards no. don't know warden knows so, so the cameras are just there but they're they're just always there i guess or i think they the, tell the jail not walking around they're they're
0: fixed they're ptzs i think they tell the jail that it's like a, a reality show about jails or something like that mm. like it's just coverage of it because the big fear in that sixty days in is somebody found out I'm on a TV show. You get me out of here, and they do like the uh, <laughs> yeah, to the thing like oh, I'm about to get sliced right now. Please get me the fuck out of here. And then if the warden or the camera crew can't get a hold of the guards who don't know, so they have to call the guards to do the whole thing. There's always like this little bit of buzz right before commercial. Is this person going to get their fucking throat slashed on the other side? Oh, we'll find out. It was a good show. It's pretty good show there. I, I binged that one for a bit
6: i've seen some of the clips pop up like oh top five fights from 60 days in or whatever and it's pretty interesting you do not want to be have you ever been in like uh no.
0: even the drunk tank or anything no Oof. luckily not it's the fucking worst dude they put me in a cage a glass cage in the middle of all the everybody else because i was a special Im- bro I don't know how anybody does. I have no clue how, let alone like the thought about your life and what could Mm -hmm. be happening politically in there, what you got to do. And you know, the reality TV of you got to win this person over and win this, Mm -hmm. let alone all that shit, just the sitting in the same place, just forever, a man, there's just so many parts of that that ain't nobody want a piece of it, if you're like me at all.
6: I hope eventually, I wonder if eventually you, I don't know, you just settle into that. No me or the people You're not you if you ha- like say you have a 10-year sentence at some point you gotta you have to i don't know does your brain just be like all right hey this is gonna this is it
0: yeah i guess you just have to accept it like you just have to kind of act as if they talk about it as months by the way not years people in jail so what you just said they're 120 months because then once that gets under 100 months it's like oh milestone go. as yeah. opposed to years, years years years
6: years 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 That'd be kind of tough. I've seen that stuff about Kinda. that Supermax out in Colorado where, like, the <laughs> Unabomber is, all, like, the big high-profile people are that no one's ever escaped from.
0: Yeah, we never hear from them again, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody's no. allowed to talk to them. They're not allowed to do anything. Sometimes they're, not, they're, they're not, not allowed to you. see anybody either. So what are we doing? And are they even there? I guess. Oh, no.
3: Just what's his name? release,
2: like, a whole entire, uh, like, book? Manifesto? Yeah. Um, Kaczynski? Who? Kaczynski, yeah. Yeah, he did when he was out.
1: That's how they found him. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, my. out in that woods in that cabin
6: that's right. it's so dumb though like in these when okay school shooters too when you say these kids left a manifesto that's stupid no stop like gl- glorifying the I person agree. when you say they left this manifesto no it's a they're deranged, not a professor it's yeah. a deranged kid that had ramblings that he wrote down on a piece of paper stop calling it a manifesto like that that always annoys
0: me yeah me too you're acting like there's some sophisticated
6: being yeah. that
1: should be read yeah. Rolling Stones put the Boston Bomber on the cover yeah
7: remember that I remember that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. The magazine did, not the band. Okay. Yeah. Well, He still got it, by the way.
1: And Mick oh, Jagger yeah. actually For whirled sure. him out, had him sing with him. So did Mick Jagger
0: just, did they just sell the name of the band to the magazine? I thought so. Or is it in conjunction with?
5: It's a good question. Actually. That is a good question. I have no idea. let go the phones. What was first?
6: The chicken
0: oh, or the egg? I think it was Evolution. I thought it was Mick Jagger.
2: <laughs>
6: The band started like in the 50s, oh, didn't they? Oh, God. I got 60s? It. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was them. <laughs> I said the
0: band
2: was first, and then... For sure. Yeah. The magazine was a nod not just to the Rolling Stones, but also to Muddy Waters' Rolling Stone. And Papa
3: Wolves Rolling mm-hmm. Stone. And
2: Bob Dylan's Like a Rolling Stone. Oh, yeah. And as the uh, euphemism, a Rolling Stone gathers no moss. A mm-hmm. 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 few, few things. Jim
0: Irsay, uh concert coming to town. Let's Can't go! Wait. Can't wait. Here we go. Yeah, I believe it's coming to Indianapolis. Yeah, I can see. You Hopefully, there. we're not in Vegas gambling, Where? blackjack. What's that? Where does he play? Uh, I think just the entire downtown. Yeah. He just runs out every street, <laughs> anywhere he wants. <laughs>
6: I'm coming. Puts his whole museum up. The museum's on Meridian. Uh-huh. Concerts on mm-hmm. uh, Georgia. Yeah. Does James Dolan stuff. get to sing at all? Is James Dolan opening for him? The Knicks owner.
0: Uh, I'm not sure if they're in the he same has an band. awesome band. Yeah, I'm not sure if they're in the same band. Uh, I know he's got uh, ZZ Top guys in yep. his band. Okay. He's got uh, Huey Lewis in the Blues, I believe. Okay. Drummer, I, I believe. The I believe.
7: Huh? Huey Lewis in the News. There it is, them. Yeah. He's got it's their drums. Bob Dylan? Oh, yeah. Oh, if Bob Dylan was there. I don't know if he's got... Is
1: Bob Dylan, Bob Dylan dead? What about Jacob no. Dylan? No, still live.
0: I think he's friends with Bob Dylan. Yeah. yeah. I believe I have have Jacob Dylan has a lot of cool. hits. Who's that, Bob's kid? Yeah. Yeah, uh, One he- Headlight, is that him? Yeah, The yeah, Wallflowers.
2: A lot buddy. of people say Bob's the greatest songwriter of all time. I believe okay. Jim Hersay has said that
0: before. What, you don't? What well, was that? Okay. I don't know. I don't know Bob Dylan enough. Has he written a lot of
6: songs that other people have used? Yes. Yeah. I figured that. Who do you think? Luke Combs? Ooh. He wrote All Along the Watchtower, didn't he? No, Luke he, Combs? No, Bob Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> he
5: said Jimi Hendrix did it. Actually, you know what? I'd love a fucking Luke Combs All Along the Watchtower cover. <laughs> Get to it, Luke. I see you playing golf. <laughs> do that. He's a good golfer?
2: They right along the Watchtower, whoever asked that.
0: Yeah, Bob Dylan wrote it. Yeah, good call. Way to look that up, Tone. Thank you, Paul. Right, boy. Hey, Tony. Wagon, Tony. Oh, yeah. Well, you can just rip anybody's song,
6: I was told.
5: Luke Combs probably good at pool. I guarantee he's good at pool. What is that supposed to mean? He looks like he'd be good at pool.
6: Go he's, on. Which one is Luke Combs? Sons of a
1: You know
5: who Luke Combs <laughs> is. He, has he has a big
0: beater.
1: Yeah. <laughs> never broke my
0: heart. He chugs beers a lot. Punts beers, shotguns beers. What? I like what? him. He's good. I think he's a good songwriter. Think so. Nice. Yeah. Who's that other guy? Big bearded guy was with Justin Timberlake.
2: Tennessee Stapleton. Oh. Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton. Yeah. Yeah. He wrote a yeah. bunch of songs. He was a yeah. Tennessee whiskey before he was uh, an artist. He
6: can sing. Oh, like Gaga. Ain't nobody like that
0: guy from fucking One Republic. Yeah, Ryan Singer.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: Is that he's, his name?
0: Yeah, he's, All yeah from I mean, the he's show, that Ryan. reality show Song- from Songland. There it is, Ryan Tatter. Yeah, yeah. from Songland. That guy. He's got great hair. He's got this blonde hair that uh-huh. goes. Mm-hmm. He's probably four foot something. I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, yeah. Never enough. seen him in person. I just did a Europe tour. I follow him on Instagram. I commented on a couple of his things. Super Mark. Like <laughs> he said, uh, this is what I'm gonna wear for my shows. But I think I commented one time. Doesn't matter what you're wearing, dude. We're coming to the show anyway. <laughs> <laughs> just like as uh, well, there's no response from him. He that Songland show was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why they got rid of that show. I, I guess no, I was the only yeah, person yeah. watching it. Fucking worth
2: it. Ryan Cabrera on it. Uh, no, I don't think so. No. Come on,
4: player.
7: That uh, no. that dogfight football scene in yeah. Top Gun. They're playing a One Republic song on the beach. But yeah, they song. made
5: the song for the movie, I believe. Yeah, he oh. can make that song in half a second, bro.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey, we it's need good. a song. Top Gun on the beach playing football with no rules. Got it boom need <laughs> a little bit more hi-hat a little bit more mm-hmm. less. had it out of nowhere the guy is an absolute genius love him love everything about him the Jonas Brothers like wow we just got a banger because of this guy Updance Songland uh, it will not be coming back to TV but maybe the app maybe that's a maybe fucking a app. Know. Know. So, what app
6: 99.
0: Peacock Peacock. Peacock is an app things are on yes. not, not just WWE no, yeah they got movies and shit
6: yeah yeah, I watched, I watched The Office on there. Yellowstone's mm-hmm. on there. There's
0: show's on there. Mm-hmm. Daily yeah. shows are on there. Anybody you know that?
6: First reason. Now I do.
0: Not fair. Well, that's kind what of what... daily we, shows? What do you mean? So Dan Patrick's on there. Rich is on there. I think Pro Football Talk's on there. What? Yep.
2: Oh, geez. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm just learning about this. Honestly, I had no idea. A fucking asshole bad guy.
2: They're not on NBC Sports? Is NBC Sports a thing? That still is not a thing, thing anymore. I don't oh. think it's a
0: thing. It's dead. Oh, yeah, I'm just learning this. Honestly, I, I did not know this. Well they don't even have a tab for it.
5: Yeah, you gotta do a little dumpster dive yeah. and find it. But you go to sports and it's in there.
7: I've always found it all the way on the left side.
5: Dumpster dive. Listen, I actually just watched a baseball game on Peacock the other day. It was How was it? It was great. It was better than the Apple coverage. Here wow. we go. Yeah. Hey, what's going on with that? I haven't seen any of the Apple coverage. What's going All I hear on? Is People complain. <clears throat> I mean, the camera angles are like really sweet, and the cameras they have are super nice. But the the booth absolutely stinks. It's no way to watch who's in, a who, game. Who's
6: doing it?
0: It's good people though. Good people. Is it people yeah. we know?
5: Uh, um, one of them might be. I know Katie Nolan does it every once in a while. But then they have like a rotating cast, and I don't think there's much chemistry. Are they chemistry in the stadium? And, yeah. Yeah, I think so.
0: Okay. It's being broadcast like most games are being broadcasted.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the, the cameras like are a little bit different. It kinda has some of like the you know, when guys score in the NFL and they have that really nice camera in the end zone. Like they're doing okay. that when guys are on deck and stuff like that. So like the game is a little bit different when you're watching it, but I mean ultimately it stinks. <laughs> Damn. Jesus. But it's nice. Hey, I, hey you know what if, you, if they got games on there, I'll watch the Angels play like You night. guys should go to the game.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Today's show to is brought to you by the best ticket app on yes. planet Earth, and the, the moon. moon. Sea Geek reminder that there is another United States men's soccer game this weekend in Austin, yeah. Texas. This Friday, June. They're going to boycott no. as well.
3: No, no just Canada. No. I've
0: learned a lot about Canada lately.
1: Canada sucks. Yes. all the food slots.
0: I like Canadian people. It sounds like people running Canada for a long time. Kind of. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: What, ha- what happened? I just have been learning more and more and more and more about it. Yeah. Let alone their team finally makes the World Cup and says, "Actually, we'd rather not play." Yeah, we're good for this country. <laughs> That's crazy. That happened just on Sunday. They just sat down. And they said, "Well, we'll go to the stadium, but
1: we, we ain't playing a game. Playing. No way.
0: We'll run some passes, some ball possession games. We'll take it as a practice, but we ain't playing." Breaking says Rick Westhead, not Easthead. No, not Northhead. Mm. Mm. Don't even think about Southhead. That son of a bitch is always wrong. Mm -hmm. Rick Westhead, always right. All the time. Canadian men's national team will not play in a World Cup warm-up game scheduled tonight in Vancouver against, at home, by the way, in Panama. The team is on strike over player compensation issues. We'll have details tonight on SportsCentra. (laughs)
7: Listen, if Rick Westhead is tweeting about what you got going on, you're in deep shit.
0: What's Rick Westhead? He does it, huh? He does
7: heavy, deep stuff, yeah. That's
0: what I've been saying. North head, South head, no. East head, can't hold a flame head to West head. They're jokers. Ain't that right, AJ? That's what they say. Yeah.
1: I've
0: heard that before. Hey, Rick. Rick will get the bottom of yeah, the Yeah, he
1: will.
0: Anyways, the United States men's team is playing <laughs> yeah. and not uh, boycotting. Right. No, no, no. no. They're going all out. Fans were boycotting in Cincinnati, Ohio, I guess, awesome. a couple weeks ago. Probably and, a lot going on. Well, maybe in Ohio, of course, but we wanted to, you know, help everybody out alongside SeatGeek. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to go to the game Friday, June 10th, and support the future Soccer Lombardi champions, mm. hell yeah. Right now, SeatGeek, use promo code WEARSOCCER, W-E-A-R-E-S-O-C-C-E-R. You will get 20% off your tickets to that particular game. Holy what? shit. Goal. That's right. 20%. We can't guarantee there will be a goal.
1: No, 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 for,
0: for sure. or even any shots yeah. at all on that. Might be. Cagey. Don't expect. We don't know going, how long the game's going to be either. But we, or how long the game is, we have no clue. But we need to support this team that is going to to, to right. represent our country. We are soccer twenty percent off and um, Austin, Texas. What a cool place to go to? Yeah, Cross great place. Good chance
2: uh, McConaughey is going to be there, so that's worth the price of admission right there. Boom,
0: and probably Elon and Rogan. Exactly. Yeah. How about it? Boom.
2: Coolest place on earth.
0: Uh, you can still get 10% off all other tickets at the link in our description here at YouTube.com forward slash The McAfee Show right down below. 10% off all tickets everything. Thanks to our friends at SeatGeek. 20% off uh, tickets to um, the United States men's national team game against whoever they're playing in Austin, Texas on Friday with the promo code WEARSOCCER. All one word.
5: Hell yeah.
1: Nameless, faceless opponents. Bingo. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Is prolific playing or yeah. not? Is there a ball on the field? Is it a pitch? Yeah. Balls in Granada. the
5: net, then. <laughs>
2: Who are we playing? Granada. There's probably going to be some scoring happening. Granada <laughs> sucks. Exactly. Whoa. Well,
1: we, we might did.
5: score 10 goals. See, we should. I'm going to be upset if we don't beat the shit out of Granada. Yeah.
0: If yeah. <laughs> that's a tough sell to people that don't follow soccer on a regular basis. If you're not beating the country of Granada, which is beautiful, beautiful, Gorgeous. beautiful. Oh, beautiful. wonderful. But if you're the United States and you're not beating Granada by 10 to 15, I think you're going to lose a lot of Americans that are a little bit stupid on the entire soccer thing. Yeah. Bingo. We need that to happen.
7: I'm still kind of bitter about Pulithic, uh calling us out. Well, I caught out Ohio. Yeah, yeah,
2: a J, did he? Can city was packed. Yep, it was. I tell you what, looking at the pictures of Granada, it might be the fucking most beautiful place in the oh, world. It is. It's gorgeous. gorgeous. That's why, as
0: soon as you said that, I actually kind of got a
1: little bit upset. Like, yo, whoa, whoa, whoa!
0: No, easy. he said it. But
2: you
1: are one hundred percent right. Like Granada, they suck at soccer. We should beat the fuck out of Granada.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> he's not wrong. And if we
6: don't, then they should be good though. You would think of playing in that nice weather, three hundred sixty-five days a year, those David an advantage.
0: Okay, and if you want to go watch the United States play Granada, yeah. You see, Keek, right now with promo code, we no spaces for twenty percent off all tickets to watch.
2: USA just
1: fucking dominate Granada in the road. to get That's
2: right. They only have a how population of hundred thousand. No, yeah. So we 100, better 100, beat the Ro- fuck out Ro- That's what them we're thoroughly. saying. Thoroughly, we could put together mm-hmm. a
1: team from out. Rhode Island to beat Granada. What? Seriously, we could. This guy. The country
0: the is disrespect. smaller than how many cities in America? hundred thousand. Every of them? single.
6: All of them. smaller than Indianapolis.
1: Well,
0: she had oh, by yeah, far. Much smaller, it's probably smaller than Green Bay. It's a fifth. Just need, of
2: just, need
6: a, just need eleven good ones. If that's how many play. <laughs> that's what I mean.
0: If That's how many play. Act like you don't know as much about soccer
6: as you do. Wow, eleven because my daughter just stepped up to eleven on eleven.
0: Yes,
2: ten okay. and a goalie. Let's call Gumpy real quick. Can we please? It's basically, the same population as Green Bay, Wisconsin.
7: It's a great place. The Spice Boys, their soccer team is known as. Oh, I love that. That's a good They, name. they better be singing because if you wanna cute. be my
6: yeah. soccer,
0: you, better you gotta be, be Granada. I think the two of the spice girls, I believe it was sporty and spicy. Really? Mm-hmm. We're in what was uh,
6: spicy spice. Yeah, how's she doing? <laughs> She's good. She's good. I think yeah.
0: she she had a little extra flair. yeah. She's yeah, uh, crushing it. They were on the Circle, that Netflix show. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. oh.
2: Posh it was a baby. They were on there for a couple episodes. Posh was that Beckham. It was baby and scary. Oh. I thought it was sporty. No, <clears throat> Scar- scary Spice. Posh place. was Victoria, right?
0: Scary was uh, America's Got
7: Talent. Yes, Mel B. Mel oh, B. Mm-hmm. Is oh.
0: Scary Spice.
7: I was I was well versed and educated by my lady about what we were watching. Yeah, I would have never known. I thought it was
0: spicy. Spicy Spice. Why is she Scary Spice? Because you get all of them with the group, dude. Yeah. somebody had to be scared. You have some of her spices. You're <laughs> scared, yeah. Hey, you ever look at a spice right <laughs> All right. <you> <laughs> Joining us now is our soccer aficionado, who's currently being uh, detained in a country that I'm learning more and more about by the day, and mm. starting to get more and more. What the fuck? Yeah. The Canadian sensation, ladies and gentlemen, Baba Gumpy. How you doing?
12: What's pal? up, boys?
0: Hey, how's the fitness going?
12: Uh, we're getting there. Back in it this morning at 5 a.m. You know how it goes. Hey, cool. it, baby! Hey. Hey.
6: AJ, you wanted to add on? Oh, one? Goopy, I got a question about health If you tore your pec benching with all your steroid buddies, how quick do you get that thing fixed up there?
12: <laughs> uh, it takes a bit, but it is free. That's kind of the drawback. Yeah, okay. It is free. Yeah, yeah, it, it is, is good. Good. Classic But there pros. is a drawback.
0: That's awesome. That's Thanks. incredible. Universal healthcare. Way to go, Ken. It's
1: going to Takes two years, but
0: no, quality's good too. All right, let's go. It is. By the way, this should.
1: I think as a
0: world, we should figure that one out. What's that? That yeah, one. We try. We should figure that one out.
2: Universal, Universal healthcare. healthcare. Yeah,
0: because everybody that points to different countries that are currently doing it, there's always some on the other end like, yeah, but also much worse kind of than our situation if you have anything at all because the quality of doctors, the time it takes, blah, 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 blah. Every time it's brought up, that's something that should be figured out. How many bazillions of dollars are being put into whatever? Yeah. Can we not figure that one out? Well, that feels like
1: one we should figure
2: out. If Elon just donates $100 billion, then each hospital in the world, you do the math, gets $1 billion.
1: I don't think there's... I think there's more yeah, than 100 hospitals. 100 hospitals in the world?
6: I think there's more than 100 hospitals. Somebody tweeted that. It was right. <laughs>
12: <laughs> you, right. Remember, you remember that, Matt? No, but, like, I got I done in the States quicker than I ever would here. Well, like,
1: that's the American it, difference, baby. Sorry. <laughs> it fucking sucks. Imaginary line, too, just
0: right yeah, down yeah, here. Yep. Can't come across it. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the United States-Granada. We should... I know nothing about it other than it's like an incredibly beautiful country or whatever. Connor seemed to have done his research. He yeah. said we should win by ten to fifteen. A population of a hundred thousand, uh, hundred thousand people. If we lose to Granada, all systems are a problem in Qatar.
12: Yeah, you can't do that. Okay, the road cool. to Qatar is not kind if you lose that That's game, Kittar. my friend. Are
0: they
6: bad?
12: Granada. Yeah, you, it's yeah. Just, I'd say four nothing should be the. Uh,
6: but who cares right starting now? Starting
12: point. In these what? exhibition
6: games, Let's though, Goop, who cares? Why does it matter? All we care about is what they do in Qatar.
12: Yeah, but think about it. This USA team has never had this full team together. They have to learn how to play again yeah. with each other. Get the
6: chemistry up. Chemistry, okay.
0: Well, is Reyna not playing? In, uh... They all play Reyna's on 13 different hurt. squads. How are they supposed to play together? Well, that's everywhere. <clears throat> that's every team, AJ. That's yeah. not just the United why, States. Then
6: why are we not competing with the world? We, we are. are the world. We're winning yeah. this Okay, shooters. then what's the, what does a successful World Cup look like? For this U.S. team. And don't tell me winning. Like I'd say, Goop, I, I can trust you. You're a rational human. What's a successful uh, World Cup run look like for us?
12: Getting out of the group. Oh, come on. No, no, that's that's a Canadian that
3: Canadian mindset. That's Did you hear wrong. that? Just get good, out of the group. good yeah, group. Right. Does does that
12: that why? You know why? You got some fixed in America quicker. Wales, Boom. those are all good teams. Wales, uh, Wales hey, We love
0: Wales. They people suck. in Wales are probably great people, but follow up what they
2: did
3: to Ukraine.
12: Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Fuck off. You got to hey, win the first game. After the group.
3: But Wales is Bingo. a good
2: team, man. Win one game in the knockout stage. Success. Yes. Quarterfinals at least.
0: Fuck it. We got to win the soccer Lombardia. I ain't talking about it.
2: Granada is or
0: at <laughs>
5: least take them 98 minutes in the final Hell and yeah. lose in PKs. Zit 1-0. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's a we
12: tough were, group, man. That's no, a tough it's group. not because no. yeah, America's ra- in
3: it.
0: Yeah, it's our group. It's a group of deaths because we're in it, pal.
12: Canada's who's group's the, got who's one left the fourth team, in it? team. I forget. Iran. Yeah, yeah Iran. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. okay. Which, by the way, I Just mean, let's go. Let's play. Too. Follow up. Is Canada even in the World Cup even more? anymore?
12: Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> First time they've ever been worth this shit.
0: Pal, you go back to Canada, their team just starts having work stoppages. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Fucking up?
12: send me back. They'll lace the boots up again. Here we go.
0: Oh, we get, are, is there going to be um, scabs? <laughs> Bart,
12: sounds like a good barter to me. Scab goop.
0: Is there going to be scabs, though, you think? How how's, Have you heard anything up there about how that will get settled or you're not paying attention at all?
12: Yeah, I have no clue, to be honest. I <laughs> thought they weren't playing.
0: It's got a boots on the ground in Canada <laughs> with an update on the Canadian soccer holdout situation. How are you doing gambling? I know Diggs is hot on a diamond. Are you getting hotter or colder now that you're back in Canada?
12: Hockey's good. Ball was good last night. Need the Celtics. Need the Celtics. Yeah, here we go.
0: When's that, tomorrow night? Mm-hmm.
12: Uh, yeah.
0: Who you got, Rangers, Tampa tonight?
12: Both 60-minute. Come on. I bet so the Bulls twenty five times to win the cup throughout the playoffs.
0: They're gonna, they're gonna go. huh, you think?
12: God, it Avalanche has to flies it. You can't have Rangers. Avalanche final. Come on. Abs have won what eight straight? Is that true? Series? Game, or games? Yeah, games. Games.
0: Yeah, the West has kind of been a. Jeez. Yeah, they're Mike's, rolling.
12: I mean, how you trot that guy out there every fucking game? The backup's decent. Give him a chance.
0: Oh, you're talking about Mike, Mike Smith. Smith. Mikey.
12: Yeah. guy's 41 years old doing swan dives, firing the puck. Like, give it a rest, dude.
0: He, he does seem to be on the ice more than most goalies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's kind of flopping around. Yeah, stacking the pads.
12: <laughs> he always puts I his arms that, up know. like it's somebody else's fault. I love that. He's a soccer
0: <laughs> yeah. goalie. Yeah. The NHL goalies normally head down, skate away, pissed oh, off, yeah. they come back. Soccer goalies always mad at somebody else. We yep. talked about this. Mm-hmm. He is a – oh, that was yeah. – hey. 41 years of this.
12: Fucking tighten up, boys. He let one in from the other end and put his arms up. Oh, like, yeah. It was fault. <laughs> <That's> Calgary. <laughs> I was supposed to see the fucking thing. What was that?
0: Top shelf, too? It was right uh-huh, over his man. shoulder. Yeah.
2: Couldn't see it. Fuck.
0: How about the fucking defenseman or whoever shot that was like, I mean, this guy does kind of stink. Let's yeah.
9: fucking oh, slap him. That's it.
0: like a high school type situation. For oh, let yeah. yeah.
9: Let it eat.
7: I think I could fuck it. You might see one of those go in a year off like a dribbler, like it'll hit the ice and take a weird bounce, hop over short. Never all the way in the air like that. On it the fly. Yeah. Back of the
0: net. You remember soccer camps? You used to try to hit the back of the net on the fly or whatever from <laughs> yeah. how far you are. I assume the in best. hockey they do the same thing. That guy does it in the middle of a fucking Stanley Cup playoff game. Yeah. I think I could hit it on the fly. That fucking guy <laughs> back there was going to do a handstand. Yeah, and we scored.
1: Goal.
12: <laughs> He's no got to have the record for most goals given up on a playoff run. Has to be.
2: No, look,
12: three
0: out of five shots in
1: five minutes and 49 seconds in the third period, which is
0: his last first
12: game? game. First game battle of Alberta. What, did he give up six in the first?
1: First game of the ass, he gave up eight goals, right? Or did he give up <laughs> half
0: of them?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: they just keep skating his ass out
2: there. Yeah. tell you why, you put Mike Smith on the pens though. They're still in the fucking... I doubt it. Dude. King Domingue <laughs> is way better. Bro, than Mike that guy Smith is, is hundred times bad. better than Louis Domingue. No,
3: Whoa.
0: Mike Smith. Mike Smith. Oh, so. Now that I no know how, way. like the now that I know how the starting announcements go after watching Biz thing in the in the Oil Kings locker room, mm-hmm. Mike Smith has held them hostage this entire playoff run <laughs> yep. about this being his last go. Hey, I'm retiring. You're gonna start somebody else And the coach is like starting in net, and then he goes. To the point Mike's my last.
7: I got one more. <laughs> Like he so. might not be done. He might come back for another run. Dude. Dude. Oh. Dude. 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 The Royal Kings! You going to the yeah. AHL. Maybe Boston. Maybe Vegas. Vegas needs a goal. Oh, you know yeah. what? Yeah, maybe Boston. Vegas. He would be actually we would got, be got good our guy. Vegas.
3: Bring
5: him home. Bring him to Vegas. <laughs> the guy we got fucking stinks. I, I'll take Mike Smith's theatrics out there. I'd love it. <laughs> now, we do have
0: to say what Mike Smith has faced over the last two months, in which we all were introduced to this guy and have seen him play, are the best hockey players on earth. This is deep into the playoffs. <laughs> These true, are great true, players. True. This isn't just you know.
7: He also had two of the best players in the world on his team.
0: Well, they didn't. Well, if they were on the other teams, their stats probably <laughs> yeah, even higher. Let's go to the phones. Uh, let's go to Juan in New Mexico. Was this? Is this? What? I don't know. Juan in New Mexico. What's going on? Have you ever called this show before?
2: Hey, what's up, Pat boys? AJ, I wish the spirit
5: of Lord over there was two. Uh, Juan, have you called the show before?
0: Juan, have you called this show before?
5: Uh, First time caller actually No I've not called before Fuck Alright What sorry, do you want to brother. talk about Juan? Yeah I just wanted to ask If you were going to be In Albuquerque On the 12th For WWE Live
0: Uh Is it, it uh, What day of the week?
1: It's going to be on the Sunday, I believe. Ah, no go. Sorry Saturday. About it. No, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry
0: about
6: it. It's a premium <laughs> live event.
0: Well, if it's a premium <laughs> live event, I'll be there. It's not a premium live event. It sounds like it's a house show. These are great shows, though. These are what everybody says is like the best shows because people <laughs> like can just that. do whatever the hell they I want.
7: Don't don't want. Announcers house shows. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about it, Juan. I want to ask,
0: Juan. Sorry about it. What are you
12: laughing what about? Was on, what What happened? What happened?
2: What is your problem?
12: What happened to Ezekiel? What are you talking about? What do you mean? What was that last night?
0: He's playing Kevin Owens' game. Yeah, Yeah. Got him. He's from our school. He's a hustler. Playing
1: possum, dude. Fucking owned him. Tricked you, dude. Wait, so the brother came back?
12: No. No. Whoa.
6: Whoa.
1: Jeez.
12: He lied. He
0: did. He lied. He said, I am Elias. And then, ha ah, a deal was made. And then he goes, I lied to you. I'm Ezekiel. And then he walked out. <laughs>
6: Fucking owned his ass. <laughs> yeah, it was insane. It was
0: sick. Fucking bamboozled him. Hustled so
6: him. So there's no, is there no Elias then? What? Yes. What are you brother, talking dude? about? Ezekiel is Elias'
1: younger brother. Yeah. It ain't uh, that hard. It is, though. No, it's ain't not. It ain't that hard. No. No. Attention. It ain't that It hard. is. No, no it's it hey, not. Hey, AJ. Envision oh, yourself learning
6: good. this. Information for the first time at 38 years old. It is somewhat difficult to keep track of. Of what? Ezekiel is Elias's younger brother. All the storylines. I'm saying, not just Ezekiel and Elias. You guys obviously throw me off the scent a million times. But whoever is back now between Ezekiel and Elias, I just want to see a tag team match with those two guys to take on anyone in the world. Well, we kind of hope that's the case. The brothers get
0: back in good graces
6: with each other. I mean, that's especially why is it? uh, What's with the the strife? Why are they? Well, everybody find
0: Elias disappeared, and now there's a chance that maybe he's jealous of Ezekiel's success but Ezekiel has held on hope that Elias will come back and be proud of him. I do believe. Right?
7: Absolutely. Right, Nick? I'd like to see him shred together. You know, come out and play, play. Can a Ezekiel guitar? play the guitar? Yeah.
5: Really? Yeah.
2: All right. I'd like to see Elias beat his ass. i
5: Whoa.
12: Whoa. Whoa. sick of dude. Zeke.
5: What the fuck? You're sick of Zeke?
3: Yes. Shut up. I need Elias You said you're here, dude. What? what? You're, you're zeke, not a part of Zeke
1: Freak
0: Nation,
3: yeah. dude? What? He oh, oh, KO. Let Elias zeke would not speak. lose to KO. I'm about
1: to fucking Zeke out on you, brother. You better get <laughs> the hell out of here. <laughs> you're zeke in a little bit back here,
0: aren't you? He's zeke Yeah, zeke. he is. Like a fool. Or you're a Zeke freak or you're not anything yeah. Yeah. around here. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. I walk with Elias. Catch the Zeke. You, hey, only you can. You can listen to Zeke yeah. speak and walk with Elias yeah. at the same damn time. Same blood.
3: <laughs> Boom. Boom.
6: Boom. Same dad? Yes.
3: Yes. yes. What do you mean? They're, They're brothers. brothers, AJ. Oh,
0: believe it or not, with those names, they are rather Italian. I do believe. Ezekiel's <laughs> <laughs> Italian. From our town, man. there's about a 95% chance they yeah. are Italian.
1: <laughs> yeah. Ezekiel Giuseppe Santiago, Emi is that his name what, what did you, did
0: you just do is that his name Santiagoini <laughs> yeah this guy that's his name you're disgusting scum that's what I thought scum. his name was apologize to the boot country please uh, why apologize to Ezekiel and Elias' home
2: country. that's Ezekiel's name Fucking, you can't be saying whoa whoa what. Whoa, whoa that's fine whoa whoa, whoa, whoa whoa can't say what you just said what are you talking about I can't
0: you can't say what you just said I'm a fan guy well I give you permission to say what you just
5: said you. Well, me too. Anyways, you're a hey. fucking scumbag. No,
1: me too. That's fine. You can say that. Santiago
5: Ini? Yeah. Can't believe it. That's Giuseppe Santiago Ini? Yeah. That's Idino's <laughs> name. And this guy's grandstanding about how good of a guy he is. Uh, all the time. Uh, said, yeah. When?
1: All No, I'm never the time, in my grandstand about anything. I was just saying. Are you when- not 100% sure now
0: about the thing that we've been talking about for the last week that it was definitely Santiago Ini? We have. Yeah. yeah. yeah
2: Yesterday, yes I ate a cookie. Came over to go, I'll try to get a little better at pool today, huh?
1: Not true.
0: Exactly. We
2: have the tape. We have the tape from Friday. Holy shit. And we can run you it back call if we want. You called
1: him the boobity.
0: That's basically That's what, what you, you just did. That's what you've never done that before. Never done that before. Nope. Let's get the phones. Juan in New Mexico really was Thanks, a,
7: Juan. A,
0: Juan. A Joke of energy there. Thanks for the call. Shout out. Juan's in Chicago?
9: Yes. Fuck.
0: Go to Ben in Phoenix, Arizona. What's going on, Ben? How thought, you doing, pal? On the Five Energy phone line. Let's what? go to FiveEnergy.com. Use promo code Pat McAfee, McAfee, McAfee. to receive
1: ten percent off your order. I mean, they're switching. It was Pat twenty. It was. Pat it's Taney.
0: no longer twenty percent off. You fucked it up. Now yeah. it's only ten percent off, and that's on your ass. You need Five Energy too. What's going on, Ben? In Phoenix, Arizona.
9: Pat and the boys. What is
0: good, bro? Your call. I can already tell. Yeah. Right?
9: What's going on, Ben? Right. Dude, chilling, man. So I'm a Cardinals season ticket holder. Yeah. I just wanted to call you a, and ask Matt have Riddle. a couple questions. You know, after the draft, a card fans called this part Calm Tom, Tom, and so Steve Tom. You know, hopefully he's gonna get some uh, other big free agents. You know, he already got J.J. Watt, but you know, uh, you know, Optimus Prime is out oh. for six games, so oh, we need nice. some more weapons. You know, Cliff. Yeah. All he wants to do is surround Kylie with all the weapons, so. I say, notice Odell Beckham playing Call of Duty with K1 over here. And then I look on his other thing, he's chilling with Devin Booker out in Scottsdale. Is there a possible Odell Beckham coming to the Cardinals? You never, I know. I personally want some O line, but that's above my pay grade. I will say, boys, we love you out here in Arizona. We love AJ, you're the man. If you guys ever came out here and did like a live show over the weekend, you guys would sell out, man. I'm telling you. We love you out here. Thanks for always oh, repping Arizona. Yeah, cool. um, co- Coyotes, Suns, Diamondbacks, we love you guys, man. Thank you. Oh, thank and, yeah, you, Ben. Let, oh, yeah. let
0: me know whatever you think, man. Thank you, Ben. We appreciate that. I love his uh, optimism, mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. the way, that he has Agreed. about all the Arizona teams. Coyotes are dead, right? That yeah. team's yeah, dead.
7: dead. Yeah, we could probably you could probably go <laughs> sell out the arena they're playing in next season. But the, yeah. Well, yeah, but the Suns, sure. I hope. if
0: anybody About 5,000 people, right? If anybody buys a ticket for anything we do in the future, I mean, waste of money, but we'll try to get you a good deal on
3: it. Uh,
0: But the cards in the Suns feels like for, what, the next five years at least, going to be very, very, very into this. And the story came out via I Am Athlete. Tonight, uh, which is on SiriusXM, Brandon Marshall was in XM studio, I believe, in L.A. Sean McVay came on the show and chatted about Odell Beckham Jr. crash his wedding. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Odell Beckham Jr., one of the players who was not invited to the wedding because he had to make this massive decision after years and years and years of coaching and relationships. He decided only the captains of the team and a couple of veterans that he has good relationships with. And then, boom, Odell Beckham Jr. showed up, and Sean McVay's mom even said... Oh, he's much more handsome in person, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Kind of took a little run at OBJ. And uh, Sean McVay then alluded to the fact, if you're going to crash my wedding, you're going to come back and play for us next year. But at that wedding, Cliff Kingsbury was there. Ooh. Odell Beckham Jr. at the wedding. I don't know if Odell Beckham Jr. with the knee is out on dance floor. Cliff was never on the dance floor. Cliff might have been in the back operating. Is Cliff going to poach OBJ straight out of McVay's <laughs> wedding that OBJ crashed? TBD, it sounds like Arizona would love it.
5: Matt is also there. Yeah, maybe Odell's oh. chatting with him about going to Green Bay. Well, Lafleur was
0: Lafleur was sober, sitting in the corner. His wife was the one having a good time, as what Schrager
12: told us. Well, Arizona's already got a pretty stacked. Hit the world. dance floor, lad, let's go. You
0: think OBJ was on dance floor, maybe, or are you talking about Lafleur?
12: Lafleur, what are we doing?
0: Well, he's skipping yeah. some sort of something he had practice next day. Roger wasn't even there yet. I think he probably had a couple
6: cocktails, six, seven.
0: You think Lafleur got uh, pretty tuned up at that wedding, uh, AJ?
6: I hope he did. I hope he had a good time.
0: I hope he did, too. But also, I hope you guys win I mean, the dance floor,
6: he's probably got he, – some NFL coaches are probably a little gun-shy when it comes to the dance floor. It doesn't work out for every coach. What are you saying? Well, we know one guy who was coaching. All of a sudden, he decided to go to the dance floor, oh. and then he looks back oh, afterwards and says, shouldn't yeah. go to the dance floor. That's he's right, not right
0: there too. anymore. The wild, wild west over there in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Finger yeah, gun yeah.
12: city wasn't a wedding. He was supposed to be there. Yeah, he's with his kids.
0: Well, Grandkids. that guy should have been on a plane back home with his team.
12: But <laughs> yeah. well, instead, he
0: had to see his babies.
1: That's right. That's right. And a few other people.
0: And maybe That's 22, 23-year-old. Right. He's got a pretty good little dance move on my, my bar that I made. <laughs> right. Hey, I laid this wood that you're dancing on. <laughs> hey, speaking of <laughs> All right. Thank you, Gumpy. We appreciate the hell out of you. OBJ, though, is still a free agent, as is Julio Jones sure, and yeah. others. A lot of weapons out there. Uh, July is the Deshaun decision, is what we're told by Albert Breer from the NFL. In about two weeks, we'll learn about Baker and Jimmy. Yep. Uh, Carolina, Seattle are in that game. Gumpy, we appreciate you, pal. And baby Gumpy. Did you guys hang up on him?
2: Yeah. What about? Well, it's not uh, as bad as what the government did to him. so. Yeah, sure Colts are going to have to score a lot more points now, um, so maybe go – you Why? guys go get you a know, uh, I mean best defensive players having back surgery today. That's probably not good.
0: Breaking news. It has come out of mandatory minicamp for the Indianapolis Colts, day one. Darius Leonard had back surgery today. Oh. That's not good. Was June this seventh. something that was building? And is this because he was at OTAs? And did he get hurt at OTAs? I hope it didn't happen at OTAs. I would be so pissed if this happened at OTAs. I do not know. I saw the tweet come through in the group text. I did not get to read into it as much because we've been doing a show. But what did happen? Update from the Colts on star linebacker Darius Leonard. No second surgery on his ankle, but he has been having back issues that require surgery. Operation is today. He'll miss some camp time, but the team's expectation is he's ready for the regular season. I hope so.
1: Jesus. Why did they wait so long? It had to have just happened if he's waiting until June Or he probably
6: thought he could rehab it
1: without surgery.
6: Uh,
0: This is from Coach Frank Reich talking to the media today. This might have been a Michael Thomas situation down in uh, New Orleans. Thought you could rehab it, thought you could rehab it, thought you could rehab it. Then you get to the date where, hey, if we're not seeing any actual progression, we need to do surgery, so then we'll rehab it and do it this way. Um, He is not going to need a second procedure on the ankle, but he is not here. However, he did have a procedure done on his back earlier today. Let's get ahead of it not let it progress further. Mm says Olivia Ray of Wish TV via Frank Reich's
6: press conference from the first day of mandatory minicamp. That's obviously terrible news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Said he'll miss some camp time. Luckily, it's not. they're not predicting he'll miss any regular season games yet, at least. Maybe. We don't. I mean, backstab, there's no minor backscatter. Right? Yeah. We know that.
0: Yeah, yeah and that statement also wasn't like a we don't think it wasn't like an actual timeline they're putting on that and you're with to your point backs can creep up like that right like Gronk has been dealing with a back for
2: brutal
6: it's
0: never the same and he flies that guy flies around and hits people oh no plus
2: from hard knocks too his ankle looked
0: really fucked up so ankles good Mm -hmm. that's what we think no that's what he just because if why wouldn't you get another ankle surgery right now if you're already going to go under
3: I guess he
7: wasn't at OTAs because of his ankle so, maybe he was rehabbing. The-
6: mm. Who said he wasn't there because of his ankle? We'll find out. Did he have surgery right after the season on his ankle? Maybe. I don't know. they said no thought second thought surgery needed. So, when did the first happen?
0: But if publicly they were saying it's because of the ankle, but actually it was because of the back, that's two different stories. If they were saying it's because of the ankle, and then it comes out that it's because of the back,
6: of course, like, oh, lying. what the fuck? What's right. is- Could be both. If you're hurt, if your ankle is hurt, you know your body compensates in other ways. That definitely could have something to do with his back.
0: Yeah, that's what I was worried about with his knee. By the way, with the hip and the back, potentially, you know. Well, this
1: is why you add to the D line, you add to the, <laughs> the secondary, you know, just in case. You, you, Ngakwe and Gilmore can pick up the slack in the other yep. parts of the defense. I get it, a ton picking
0: of up. I get it, picking up the slack, but it's like this was supposed to be our year. We got yeah. a
1: Navy SEAL at
0: the quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's yelling at everybody now. Mm-hmm. The maniac, defensive player of the year type player,
2: getting back surgery on June seventh. June 7th. His first ankle surgery was before training camp last year.
6: That's right, because he, he missed some of camp. He came on our show when, during an off day right after he signed a big deal, I remember. So, who's report, who was reporting that he was missing training camp because of the ankle? Uh, yeah.
7: It looks like him himself.
6: Oh, no. Oh, no.
7: Jesus Christ.
6: Good run. You mean missing OTAs because of his ankle?
0: Yeah, so that means they're trying not to talk about the back maybe, or maybe the back wasn't
6: something until it flared they up. They might have not known. Maybe they didn't know it was that serious and just kept getting a little bit worse. Yeah, maybe the back like flared up
0: or something. There we go. Darius Leonard underwent a procedure on his back, an issue that arose in the offseason. He saw a surgeon out west, Reich said. Not sure on the timetable now, but in my mind, as long as he's ready for the regular season, I'm not concerned. Via Olivia Ray of Wish TV. Amen, Frank. Listen, this is no story. He'll be mm-hmm. back for the yeah. regular yeah. season. Okay. No He's not worries. concerned. He's okay. If Darius Leonard's not worried and Frank Reich's not worried, neither am I. No there point you go. to
6: be. The Maniac. You have, be. No, you have no reason to be worried. Yeah. Not yeah. at all. I can tell you're not.
0: Not at all. Back surgery, no big deal. Those yeah. things are
6: just easy yeah. peasy. Just another Tuesday. We'll be back tomorrow. How many days till the season starts, Connor? Yeah, 93. Okay. That's plenty of time. Plenty of time. AJ. For a back uh,
0: surgery? <laughs> yeah. Back Darius Leonard. Bro, backs are not good. That's not good. There's but so rough. many, you know, cause the head bones connect to the neck, neck bone, bone and then you know, the neck, neck bones bone connect right to just to the backbone. Back right? And it's just your entire, there's so much to it. Yeah. And then everything, especially when you're striking mm-hmm. and everything, in, like your back is just so vital. You see people get back issues and it's just like, Oh, you have a new life
2: now. Yeah. But you had a T four, T five that you came back from pretty quickly, so maybe he will too. Yeah, I was
0: just talking to Mike for that. I was, it was more of a cool. neck though. It was yeah, yeah, yeah as I was actually
5: T four. I was T two.
0: I didn't have to hit anybody either. I was just and I was, talking to him. I microphone. mean three
1: months. Not a real injury. Even <laughs> if he's out for two Whoa, job. holy oh, shit. See the neck brace?
0: Fucking asshole, dude.
1: Sorry, what were you gonna say? Well, I mean, ninety-three days, three months. Like, well, if he's out for eight cool. weeks, it's still gonna take him a little bit to like ramp back up into. He'll be fine. He doesn't need camp. He's always in shape. Yeah, he's he's always in shape. He didn't you know. do camp last year much. I
0: um, yeah, near to Carson, they didn't make the playoffs.
1: Anyways, <laughs> <laughs>
0: let's um, let's wrap it up with this as we get out of here. And this has been a really good show today. Hell, hell yeah! yeah. Hell three yeah. hours and forty-six minutes. Here we're going. Hell yeah! Pretty good. Four deaths for a Tuesday, June seventh. Not bad. Pretty proud of us today.
3: Hell yeah! yeah. yeah.
0: Pretty proud of us today. You're going good to we go. Let's go. We're going to Paris. We're going to play blackjack oh with Dana man. White. Yeah. Let's go. Let's end the show in a, with a bang. Oh, okay. Yeah.
6: okay. Here we go.
0: Hey, you know those things are putting on helmets to keep everybody safe that you absolutely hate? Mike Tomlin's wearing one, so none of the boys can bitch if Tomlin's <laughs> wearing it. You know that?
9: Steelers I wore the get Guardian
0: caps for day one of minicamp, including Coach Tomlin. Coach said after practice, it's a new rule. It's for their safety. We're going to make it a non-issue for us. And focus on our work. Yeah. Mike Tomlin said, I'll even wear one of these fucking guardian caps nobody can breathe out of. All these college kids have been doing this for the last couple years. I guess there's a couple of NFL teams that have done it as well. The OGs are going to take a while to adjust to it, I believe, personally. But the rules is the rules. We're not going to live in our fears. We vehemently admit that we are about the people's safety. And Mike Tomlin said, I'll wear one of these as well while running my head. Is this a video or just a photo? Can we zoom in on Tomlin if it's All a photo?
3: Video.
0: Play the video. Oh, yeah, I got to turn the music off.
2: He's on the right side. They're to zoom in. Look at him.
0: He's dude. wearing the gray. He's got his guardian on just in case anybody thinks shit isn't sweet, he says. <laughs> if anybody wants any, I'll run this baseball cap with a guardian cap on top of it right into your sternum if you got a little bit of a problem. AJ, you love this. I know you love this. Let's buy into the new science and the modern <laughs> science. So let's keep players safe just like Tomlin's
6: doing. Hell yeah. Mike Tomlin is obviously a great leader, and that is why he is doing this because he knows he has a, uh, I don't know, maybe a good chunk of vets or different people on the team that will show up and not be wearing that thing. So he's like, hey, it's gonna, I'm going to wear this day one. We all know what this is. I'm going to wear it. Stop asking me about it. Let's just focus on football. I actually give him credit for this. I respect it. It also could be him just gassing up the boys. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. Everybody bitching
0: about
4: it. Love
6: mm-hmm.
0: this thing. Oh, look how comfortable this <laughs> thing is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of shit talk that could potentially come from him wearing the Guardian cap as opposed to everybody else. I love it, though. Anything Mike Tomlin does, I'm on board with because of his track record and the fact that everybody seems to fucking love playing for him.
7: Thank
6: you, Coach.
2: Thank you, Coach.
6: He's the man. I agree.
0: I concur. He should come back on the show sometime, he shouldn't should. he? Yeah. I would like him to wear that guardian cap. Yeah,
6: we need to get some, though. We need some guardian caps. We'll wear them when he comes on. Ooh, yeah. I might just wear a mysterious mask. (sighs) Because
0: I don't know if we'll have a guardian cap in time. We'll get to it. We'll figure it out. Yeah, maybe. All right, that's the show. We appreciate you, AJ. Thank you, boys. It did great. Uh, Albert Breer, Dana White, Darrell Rivas, Ian Rappaport. What a day. That's a Tuesday. Um, Hope life is great. Let's do a giveaway. Big day today. PMS. Hashtag PMS. Today in Paris, mini Oh, oh, in Paris. Yeah. PMS Bonjour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah, that's too much. Then we're definitely committing to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We that's need true. to be able to back out of this if we have to. Good point. We can't commit too much. If we give, if we commit too much, there's no way to back out of that eight nine hour flight.
1: Revis. PMS Granada sucks at soccer. Whoa. Wow, well, that's a little aggressive. The game's
0: not till Friday. Okay. Maybe PMS Revis Island. PMS Island. PMS Island. PMS Island. Whoa, that, that kind of sounds like Lexi like Yeah Yeah, yeah. And we talked about that as earlier today well. mm. Yeah, because Granada is an island okay. PMS Revis Island Yeah Hashtag Do that Take yourself <laughs> Take screenshot <yourself. laughs> <laughs> right
6: now No
7: oh.
0: Whoa What is
6: that?
7: Son of a bitch
0: Who did you steal that from? You stole it from our office?
6: No what do you mean? These thing, I tell you, things just show up at my door. What, what the hell is that? How'd you get
1: that? The the hell? That's <laughs> Whoa. whoa! Uh, yours isn't 32 oh no. pounds.
7: Yours is fake. Respect it, dude. Don't do that. I to
6: am. Baby that's
0: why I'm trying to hold it up here for the picture. Don't do that to Baby Lordo. How'd you get a Baby Lordo?
1: Don't worry about it. Should I put it right here? You can't even hold the goddamn That's a yeah. fake. That's a fake Baby Lordo. That's yeah, not 35 pounds. That's a fake Baby Lordo. What do you
0: mean? Put it away. That's what I thought. Take a screenshot. Oh, no, you no. son of a bitch. No. no.
6: So good. <laughs> Ooh, no dirt in this one either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hashtag PMS Revis Island. Say something nice to somebody. Put your cash tag in there. Be one of 10 winners of 599 bucks. Thanks for ruining Baby Lordo, AJ, with your fake one. What you do? You're welcome. you welcome. Do you 3D print that? Where's yours? Don't worry about it. I feel like you probably stole it. Probably are they just handing out these titles and Lordos to everybody? Yeah, I don't love show. that. I thought, I thought we earned it. You earned it, AJ. Hey, you earned it. Way to go. Thank you. See you guys tomorrow. Hashtag PMS Revis Island. Say something nice to somebody. Put your hashtag in there and a screenshot from the show. You're the best. See you tomorrow. Well, well Darius Leonard just tweeted, yeah, I would like, to. surgery went well, feeling amazing and ready to get back going. If you know me, you know I always come back way better than I was. Let's go, man. Ankle feels amazing and can't wait to get back there moving. Thanks
6: for the text and the call. So here we go. Here we go, man? Going,
0: yeah. We're good. We're
6: He's good. Back. He's back. He's, He's fine. back. What yeah. the Lord out of way. We're good, man. I'm glad to hear Darius is doing all right. Me too. I fucking love Derrick. I hate that you have a fake Fuget's Baby Lorde Yeah, over
0: it's bullshit. Street. We'll be back tomorrow with more of an investigation in the stolen valor of AJ 3D printing a Baby Lorde that we earned to have here in the office. See you guys tomorrow. Thanks, AJ. Thanks for everything. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, AJ. Thanks.